1: Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and him as ever, Robbie Earl, And we are back. We are so excited to to start talking Premier League football. It's been a long few months off. Um, We've been travelling, we've been playing a little bit of golf, we've been meeting up with friends. Uh, it's been marvellous, Robbie. Earle, but isn't mm-hmm. it time we started to think about what's going on in the Premier League and what do we see, particularly as well in the in the summer? You know, international Absolutely. tournaments are going I mean, on, and uh, there's lots to talk about, mate.
2: There is. We've had Women's World Cup, which I thought was a great tournament. We've had Copa America. We've had the Gold Cup. We've had the African Cup of Nations. Mm-hmm. But we do miss the Premier League, mate, and so I know we're a bit early, we're 10 days early, a little bit premature, but as ever, we, we, mm. we want to get back talking about the Premier League and all the transfers and all the talk and all the teams who are starting to gear gear themselves up and get ready mm. for that big kick-off. Um, but yeah, just just talk about the summer first, mate. We, we, yeah. We've had a nice break, we, we've we had a few weeks away. What what you been doing this
1: summer? Where were you? I've got to say I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Right at the end of the season, um, some good friends of ours were celebrating their 50th birthday in their lovely beach house down in Charleston, South Carolina. So we had uh, four or five days down there in Charleston with them, um, partying, plenty of Brit 80s disco, pop music, mate, having a few drinks, few Don't tell me you were dancing. Please Uh, don't. The vision of you dancing. There were shapes everywhere. Do you, do you, uh, it was a great time. Then from yeah. there, um, we uh, we went to a wedding, a, a wonderful wedding in Mexico for a few days. It was great. Uh, my son's girlfriend's family threw this amazing wedding. Uh, and then I went to, Al- to LA, California. I did a game for LAFC. We traveled up to Napa Valley, and I met with two of my favorite friends in the world, Robbie Earl and Rebecca Lowe. So you take uh-huh. over there, Rob. Mm. Uh-huh.
2: There you go. And as ever, well, you know my son and you know, I know that you, Kyle, and, and, and Rebecca, a little bit tongue-in-cheek, call me the international man of mystery. <laughs> so the day after A-wall. the end of this season, I take my SIM card out of my phone, <laughs> I put it in a velvet um, envelope, and I seal it away. And then I put my bat phone on, go underground, <laughs> and as ever, I surfaced once uh, to Lady Lowe's, where, where we had a yeah. great weekend, spent some time with really her nice. and her family, yep. and had a, had a really good couple of days and uh, spent a lot of time with Mrs. Earl and, and doing all the errands that she got me for the summer. And uh, I'm back I'm ready and rearing Robbie Musto back surface, the SIM cards back in, and we're ready for Premier League action. Did, here. did
1: you watch much football, Rob? What, what these the I international tournaments? A lot. I mean, I we, so, we watch so much football, don't we? Yeah, I, I mean, we f- do. for me, I, I want to switch off a little bit from it, but I think when there's a World Cup, yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it, it does suck you in a little bit and here in the US the US women's team is so good so strong yeah, and of course absolutely. they won it again mm-hmm. which is which is remarkable we'll, we'll talk briefly about it but I think you get sucked in here and the media yeah. hype around the tournament and the mm-hmm. coverage it's just fun to watch it did you watch plenty yeah. of that?
2: Absolutely What watched most games to be honest mate I, I was watching the two games off in the day and, and mm. the shows late in the the highlight shows in the evening and I got enthralled and I must admit Rob I thought it was, it was a really good tournament I thought it was a great Great advert uh, Mm. for the women's game. I I think the standards are are growing around the world. Yes, there's still disparity between the the, the nations with the money and the facilities, but you just see that the game is growing. And, um, Mm. you know, young young females now who are starting out at, 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 you know, infant school and and middle schools have got a great opportunity and they've seen champions now that, you know, Mm. this country... Back-to-back World Cup winners. Um, mm. It's great to see. And,
1: and um, hopefully these many more of those days to come. I think we, we'll talk about the US team, but I think England. You know, us, us yeah. being from that neck yeah. of the woods. Mm-hmm. It was really good to see, yeah. firstly, how the team has developed under our, our big pal Phil Neville. Yeah, credit to and Phil, how, yeah. And, and how well they did. And also, by the way, you know, the reaction to to the England public, Rob, and, and the, mm. the viewing numbers. The viewing numbers yeah. were off yeah. the charts for, for this World Cup. And, and it's just great. You talk about the, the women's game developing. I mean, it's got to help mm. it. I mean, in England, it's been sadly lacking, hasn't it? For, yeah. for a long time. But now, you know, finally with this and with the success and the football and the way that the, the media and the, the people got around and watched this competition and this team grow, it's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. I thought England was so, so good. Yeah. Um, just couldn't make I, it I past agree. the USA. But, but but so much development uh, it, with the women's game in, in England.
2: Yeah, and, and, and it seemed to me, Rob, and, and prior to the competition, the, there's almost a reluctance from a certain sector of, of football fans, certain sector of possibly, possibly media, who who somehow don't think that the, that the women's game is going to be such an attraction. I think this, this World Cup blew that myth away. Mm. People are interested in the game as much in the women's game as they are in the men's game. And the sooner people recognise it and realise that, the, mm. the, the better you know, the situation is going to be.
1: Yeah, I thought the US team, Rob. I just thought they looked the best team from the start. Yeah, you
2: know, I know it wasn't always full out attacking yeah, they had a couple of, yeah, of tighter games, didn't they? 2-1 yeah, like wins and two, uh Spain, France, but, England, uh, Holland obviously the final. But the games weren't always um they weren't always as in control maybe as they would have liked, but I think that's that
1: is a reflection on the opposition as well. I I you know, I I still think they looked they look stronger, Rob. I know the game against France and stuff, they're on the back foot a little bit. But yeah. so what? I mean, that's the host nation. They're a strong mm-hmm. team. I thought it showed durability. I think they've got the flail going forward. They had some good, strong defensive shape. I thought the coach did a great job in switching yeah. systems that, and tactics that squad bit. was good as well, that wasn't it? Just, they could was, make was changes. Incredible, yeah. yeah I, I thought they, they looked... After the first couple of games, I thought, you know what? They they look like the best team again. Mm. And... Um, and so pleased that they went on and, and won it again for the for the second time on a spin. Just tr- tremendous achievement. It is a good time Rob just to mention our good
2: friend Catherine Tappan on her turf podcast I had Ali Krieger and Ashlyn Harris discussing their World Cup victory the ups and downs of their careers and how they support each other through thick and thin. It's great stuff. You can listen on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to your podcast. So uh, <laughs> listening to that one that's a really good listen uh, uh, Catherine getting to mm. two of the players and, and understanding what they
1: go through and all the the detail of winning a World Cup. Also, just, just finally on this, we're going to have a, a segment in every podcast now um, where we're going to kind of we're going to we're going to kind of give an award basically to the underappreciated performance. Um, the two Robbies award. Yeah, the two was underappreciated performance. Now, mm. of course, the summer's a little different, so yeah. we wanted to do the same thing um, with the summer. We'll, of course, we'll get into it with, with managers and players and teams, of course, in, in the weeks go by in the Premier League. But yeah. give, us, give us an underappreciated performance of the summer, Robbie. Earl. Nobody's talking about. My underappreciated performance of the summer goes to
2: a central midfield player with blonde Locks, um, who ran the game for midfield, Julie Ertz, I thought Robin Musto, mm. was absolutely mm. outstanding. Mm. Her football intelligence is up there with, with, with anybody in, in the male game. Her technical understanding... Her physicality when she needs to, her yeah. ability to sometimes go and head a ball and win a tackle in, in clear danger. Mm. I thought when the team needed to change tactics, often she was at the heart of it, making changes, being the change, delivering, scoring goals. I just saw every game I saw her play, I was thinking, I'd love to play in midfield
1: with her next to me because she's got your back. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more, Robert. And mine kind of follows on from that. Because the France game, Julie Ertz was, was playing great in yes. midfield. And at 1-0 up, the USA were under pressure. And Jill Ellis. Jill Ellis made a big call and moved Julie Ertz back in to make a back three or a back five. And they went on to win the game and win the World Cup. Jill Ellis, Robbie Earl, mm-hmm. who just left the position. yeah, and We're on we're at July 31st here, by the way, in terms of where we are in the summer. She's just announced that she's going to step down from the manager's role. I think she's underappreciated. Back to back World Cups. That's stunning. That's legendary. That's Is amazing. Is that anything to do with her nationality, Rob? I, well, I hope not. I hope not. I mean, she's she's a US, she's a dual citizen. I think obviously English. Mm-hmm. And I think she's a U.S. citizen now. Um, I just didn't. I I think any other team that would do that achievement. I think the manager would be getting hailed yeah, a yeah. lot more than Jill Ellis. Back to, I read back, some, I, I, wind. back to back. I mean and I read some articles online and stuff and it's like, you know, Jill Ellis has announced that so she's gonna step down and, and take a different challenge and, and the reaction is, well okay, okay. I'm just I'm i I'm just really surprised That the achievement of managing this group under the spotlight, under the pressure, under the expectation Mm. of the US nation, of this amazing group of players. She's done it. She she found a way with tactics. And by the way, a good friend of ours... Um, talked about being uh, actually doing some coaching with Jill Ellis and some in the ed- education oh, yeah. part in the yeah, U.S. Yeah. And it's a good friend of ours. i will not say who he is, hmm. but he said that she was outstanding, yeah. like like outstanding in the, in the in the sessions and and how she coached the players in that educational uh, environment. And I just think that she's been underappreciated, Rob. Jill Ellis is is mine for this first on, uh, yeah. for our summer award, yeah.
2: And, and I just think with that one, Rob, just finishing off on Jill mm-hmm. Ellis, is, is that when you've 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 got the experience experience the success that she's had, when you're in football keep that around. Don't let that go. You mm. you what you, you want her with a role, you want her helping the next person, you want her, her no. consulting, she's you just want to walk away. It, she's gonna walk away I mean, from the US she program. walks away and takes all that uh, mm. great experience and, and, and winning trophies with her. Um we hope it's not one of those decisions that uh US women's football is ruining in a few years to come.
1: We'll see, we'll see. Okay, let's get to... Ding, ding, let's ring the bell. <laughs> Round Manchester one. City, champions of
2: 2018, 2019. Robin yeah, domestic mm. Do they start off as um, champions yet again? What What have you liked about them? What have you seen about them? What are you expecting?
1: <sighs> well, okay, so again, so we're... I think it's a week left of the transfer window. Yeah. Um, so... You know, all the teams that we talk about, there's still room for maneuver with players ins and outs. Manchester City, in terms of what they've done, key departures, Rob Eel, Vincent Company, Fabian Dalf, uh, Dalf gone to Everton, less key for me. Vincent Company is a little conversation, Rob, about how he's going to be missed because I know that you, I'm sure you've got a a strong feeling on this because what a leader, what a captain. At any time in that dressing room, if Pep's kind of intensity or his, his, his isms, Get mm. to that team. I can absolutely imagine that the Vincent company stands up and say, "Okay, guys, calm down. You know, let's get to work." Yeah, is he going to be missed? You know, he's I mean, he had a great absolutely going to be missed, Rob. Yeah.
2: And and you can point back to the Chelsea days and in you know my my phrase of those pillars of your football club, or be pillars of your dressing room. Vincent Company is a pillar of addressing him. Mm. When Vincent Company does a pre-match interview, I'm taking off my jacket and tie and thinking, I want to run out and play with this guy. <laughs> it, 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 because that's how he talks. That's how he gets you. That's how emotionally he is. That's how invested he is. Mm. He talks of Manchester City like it's his local club, his boyhood club, and it's where he supported and played. And, and I know he's done his 10 years uh, and, and moved off um, now. But... <laughs> The football the, the the stuff on the pitch, do you know what? They may be able to overcome. The other thing that he brings, the other thing that's important, I I'm that's my question mark with Manchester City now they talk that Ryan Sterling is growing, maturing into a, a much more influential person. Kevin De Bruyne, David Silva, um, you know, the, the, there's, there's big players in that football club. John Stones has got to, has got to take a lead now, not only with the, with his play, but with his personality. There's, there's other big personalities around that dressing room we've got to give a little bit more now and make sure things stay on not on the rails because they don't particularly go off the rails but just make sure that the Mm. discipline and all those little things that are so important that Vince and company make sure are happening with success are still continuing to happen.
1: So signings, Robbie, are Rodri from yeah. Atletico Madrid, mm-hmm. twenty-three years old, yeah. defensive midfield player, Spanish, excellent, excellent player, record signing of sixty-two million pounds, probably around okay. eighty million dollars. It's a big fee. Yeah, but he, Fernandinho is uh, he, he's he's the next Fernandinho,
2: yeah. isn't he? And it also allows Fernandinho, Rob, on some occasions to maybe drop in and play as a centre back when they need to. Maybe a, a lot of occasions, back. Rob.
1: Maybe a lot of occasions. Mm. So could, could you know, he be if the they don't get a play. centre
2: back in, you know he yeah. can still play in there with Stones and Otamendi uh, and and the port. So yeah, he just gives them another option for Andino. I think Rodri's great business. Uh, he's mm-hmm. the a role that, that, that Pep. Loves mm. and and you know there's no pressure. These games he'll play. These games he'll he'll probably rest. But mm. uh, I think that's good business. And again, I don't think mm. they need much else. They've sort of had a little dip in the water with Harry Maguire, realised where the money was going, said not for them. Mm. I think the other big thing on on their radar, Rob, is Leroy Sané. I think we've yeah. got to talk about that one. Yeah. Whether he goes, which looks like a little unlikely now, or whether he stays something in about that relationship with the manager and the player doesn't quite seem right
1: yeah so for me it's a big miss if he goes. I, I'm, a, yeah, I'm huge. a huge fan. I'm a mm. huge fan of him. Now, obviously, there's something about him that that winds up Pep a little bit. Um, obviously, the German national team didn't want him for the World Cup. What do um, you think it is, Rob? Let's get to it. Well, what do you I, I, think that he my, my does? Go, or, or, I think yeah. he's. I think he's probably. I think he's probably a bit spaced out in training. He's probably a little bit lazy. He's probably late sometimes. He probably's not switched on when Pep wants everybody switched on. He probably mm. starts sessions um, slackly and gives the ball yeah. away. And he's get a bit, get frustrating of the of teammates. And the manager when he's on is incredible. That's just my gut feeling, Rob, of what mm. he's like, what it is about him that, that the German national team and Pep doesn't play him all the time because yeah. he looks a stunning player. It's got to be his professionalism, is is um, application, Rob. It's yeah. got to be that
2: I, I mean, I, I've looked. I was looking. I've wrote this. I said the app, attitude, application. His behaviour, is he one of them who messes around in training? You know, when you're doing serious yeah. stuff, is his focused? right? Yeah. Um, you know, is, is he a little bit kind of frilly, or doesn't always take it as serious as he should? Because you know, with Pep, that he's going on the training field to work. But it was really interesting. I think it was Lee Dixon and uh, Graham Lassau were, had him uh, pit side on one of the games. And he talked about how happy he was to be at the football club, how happy he was to work under Pep and stuff like that. Mm. And it just met, gave me a, a sense that maybe there's not so much a, a, a between the two. Maybe it's just a situation where Pep thinks, listen, he's not in my first team. If we get enough money, I'll let him go.
1: Is Leroy Sané better off staying at Man City, Earl, or going and playing every week at Bayern Munich? Staying at Manchester City
2: and developing as a player, playing under this manager and winning trophies—absolutely. Bayern Munich are going through what they were—a little transition for 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 mm-hmm. them in, in different players coming in. It's going to take a little while. Leroy Sané right now should be staying at Manchester City, nailing himself to that left-hand side position and going on and being the wonderful footballer that he, that he potentially
1: can be. I disagree. I wow. disagree, Rob. What listen, do you think he should go to Bayern Munich and go and play? I do for it for his own wow. development. He'll play every week. It's still a, f- a colossal club. He'll be one yeah. of the star Will he, will he improve? In the will
2: he improve at the I same? I think level? he probably
1: will improve because he's going to play. He's going to play. Now I love him. I, I, you know. Yeah, but
2: if you play I, with bad habits and some of those bad habits, be, he, grow, he, won't,
1: he won't be allowed to have bad habits at Bayern Munich. It's not. Mm. This isn't. This isn't. This is a huge club. Expectations yeah, I, I high. The fans expect a lot from him. He'll he'll be he'll be thrown Who's in another level demanding? of expectation, and, and, and he'll play and he'll. I just think for his own development, Rob. Wow, I'm, that's all. I, that's I, all I, the I strongly disagree because he's going I, I yeah, to yeah, play every week, Rob. He's going to play every week in a that. really good side. I and hear. He's going to come on. He's going to develop. He's going to improve. He's going mm, to. I just is think he? his, if he's, what's he's, got he's got some of those attitudes, just going to sit around then. Or, if he's a guy
2: who who messes about in training and is late and is different. What changes when he goes to Bayern Munich? He's got to play in well. In fact, he might even be able to do it more because he's coming as a big signing. He knows he's going to play every week. So that only adds to his problem. I think that's a, an absolute um, easy way out for Leroy Sané. No, to there's not no easy push way himself. Out. To not push himself and be the best player he can. Work with the best manager in world football at the moment. And you would rather go, he would rather go to Bayern yeah. Munich. Yes, he's a big he's club. He's going to play, Rob. And he'll uh, play. But will he improve? Will he, be, will he be, demand as much of himself? I
1: think it'd be a waste of his talent. See, I, I, if, if I was a city manager i play him. i play him all the time. I want Course him out there. And I, and I want him to prove mm-hmm. himself to the fans. Somebody who's unprofessional, is a little bit slack, a little bit sloppy. Mm-hmm. The fans are on your side of the field, he's a wide player, they are going to let yeah. him know about it. So I, you know, that is a way of, of focusing and improving and developing by having 30, 40, 50, 60,000 people around him saying, come on, mate, you've got to give us more than that. Instead of getting poked and prodded from Pep, from sitting on the bench, from not getting out there and playing, he's in his best wow. years in terms of development listen I I don't want him to leave the club I'm just thinking of him as a person and what he should do next season and how he's going to develop and how he's going to improve go and play at Bayern Munich and go and and go and prove to everybody what an amazing player you are Um, but but you know, as it is right now in the yeah. media reports, it, mm, it's, it's in the balance. Look, yeah. They desperately yeah. want him. Pep's saying it's up to the player. I'm just, I think, it's a really good question, wow. and I think yeah. it's, a, it's an interesting, It's just an interesting benching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have
2: just to say, I'm surprised if, if you're attacked. Yeah. Maybe you've been too much dancing to 80s music <laughs> and too much sun <laughs> down on that beach. But no, I'm surprised. But I, I, I hear you, and I think yeah. it, it, it's an it's absolutely uh, good argument. Uh, yeah. I just feel he's. Listen, it's like that Barcelona team he was building. You you wouldn't want to leave that. I think Manchester City are looking to go in the if, same. If, you want, same if way. you
1: want, yeah, they want to be, But he wants to be in the starting eleven, Rob. He wants to be. A, yeah, of course be a he does. He and and he be will be player.
2: if he improves. He, Pep Guardiola do, isn't not going to play him if he improves on the mm. things that he wants. But why did he, didn't he improve last He's yeah. not
1: improving on the season of a mm. season back again. It was amazing. They had such a disappointing. Anyway, listen, we'll find yeah. out. Last, thing yeah, on City, let's Rob. see how I that one
2: goes. Yeah, just the last thing
1: on City. Yeah, can they go again? Are they as hungry again? Is there going to be more of a Champions League focus? Are they going to go for more, that more than the Premier no, League? No, they can go again. What's going to drive them?
2: They can go again. Winning it, 3 in the records. Don't... Tell me that you know, 100 points doesn't mean anything. The 100 goals don't mean anything. The the back to backs for Pep coming into this country when people said he couldn't win a title. Telling me that he wants to go three likes or Alex, he'll want to go four and, and be better league than focus, the great Rob. man. Isn't he going to be, be more,
1: more? That's it for them. I, man. That's the whole yeah, deal now.
2: Everybody keeps saying that, Rob. I don't think this guy goes right. I'm not so worried about the league this year. Let's just go, Champions League. He will want to win the league first. This this group is deep enough to, to do them both do them, you know, if Liverpool can 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 win the Champions League, then then Manchester City have got enough ability to to win the Champions Aguero League. It hasn't older. happened.
1: David Silver a little older, not quite yeah. as hungry. Fernandinho mm. thirty four. I mean, it, I don't think lack of I, hunger. I'm just trying I, to I, I wouldn't point.
2: Of l- I wouldn't point lack of hunger to these players. Mm. I don't think under Pep you're allowed to be l- l- uh, not hungry, or else Gundogan comes in, or or somebody else comes in, into your spot and, and mm. plays. Rodri plays and and. The front three pick themselves. Jesus comes in if Aguero's not on it. I just don't think mm. that this guy's going to allow it, Rob.
1: Okay, just before we move on, we have asked, uh, we've tweeted out to to our yeah. listeners and our fans, etc., to say, you know, what have you loved or hated about your your club's summer transfer activity so far? We have one, a good one here from Manchester City. Yeah. Artem Emission says, Man City loved it. getting an essay addition of Rodri having a stance on Sané and not selling him. Getting Angelino, he's the young fullback, the left fullback Rob, that could yeah. that's come back to the football club in a buyback situation. He'll add pressure on Zinchenko at left back. That's probably a good move. Um, positions wide open, giving Mende another chance, not falling for Maguire's price, and hopefully promoting uh, youthful centre back. So I thought that was a good tweet from him.
2: Yeah, I've had a, a couple of good ones here. Carlos the Destroyer as Man City, what he loves is uh, nobody's complaining about him spending too much money. What he hates is he's not yet convinced. There's a current defender uh, with the same fortitude that he uses as uh, Vincent Kompany. And M.H. Nathanson said he loves the addition of Rodri. Wouldn't mind another centre-back, but didn't want to see mm. them having to overpay. KDB healthy all season would be huge. And the company mm, yes. miss, they said, is intangible. You never quite know mm-hmm. how that one's going to play out.
1: OK, let's move on to the European champions, Robbie Earl. mm mm-hmm a team that are going to be desperate <laughs> to win the Premier League. Yeah. What's your kind of July 31st sort of sense of how the team are looking, pre-season, mm. players, signings? Uh, what are you feeling? Yeah, Warm and fuzzy? Yeah, Pre-season's or or not been
2: long? great. Not not, not not too warm and fuzzy, but, but no, no major alarm bells. I just had a look at 3-2 uh, defeat to Dortmund, 2-1 defeat to Sevilla. Due to 2 2 2 were sporting loss 3 0 to Napoli recently. I think they play Lyon um, tonight and then City in their community shield on Sunday before the big kickoff, which comes Norwich at home. The first game for us, Rob, on August the 9th. Mm. And by August the 9th, they will be ready. Um, some of the bigger boys, on, let me may... stop you there. Let me stop okay. you
1: there. Okay. Okay. Why are you convinced they'll be ready when the front three players of have I know had they're a, recovering. Yeah I know they're yeah. recovering, they're having their rest. Are, are yeah. they gonna be ready on August the ninth? Uh, they, they, they might not be needed
2: th- on August the ninth, Rob. Uh, to be honest. I looked at the fixtures. Norwich at home, Southampton away, first two. That buys you could buy you a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I think they've got Super Cup yeah. in that. Arsenal yeah. at home after that, you might want them ready. Burnley away. Newcastle mm. at home again, yeah. I think you can think Chelsea away, mm. you haven't So I think, Rob, you could pick and choose a couple of games, you can sort of ease them back into training over the next month and get them back,
1: back to speed. Yeah, listen, I don't disagree with that totally. All I would say is this if those front three players take a little bit of time to kind of go through their little mini preseason to get mm. back in the team, yeah. You know, this this period of you know, getting back to, to kind of normal in the vert commas if they don't get the results, and if uh, and that's why it's great that you read those fixtures because they yeah. seem kind of winnable. Yeah. In some ways, Rob, it sounds like like crazy, but they could lose the Premier League title quickly, given what we've seen over the last two it's, years in Manchester City. It's if a very they good start, point. if, if they start slowly, if they start slowly and a little. No bit behind, team can start
2: slowly and win the title. The well, way they've the had Manchester a poor pre-season, and there's three yeah.
1: star players that have not been involved. Now, I'm not again. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying. That in a few weeks, they're not absolutely as, as good as last season, if not better. I just think there's a little bit of concern that they start a little slowly and don't get, maybe draw a few yeah. games and get b- bloody behind in the first few weeks.
2: I mean, said that. I, I mean, Salomon Firmino did uh, come back against Leon today. Mane, okay. I think, is a little bit more okay. time. He's going to be. He's going to be soon. They're getting back into the mix. Okay. I think Rob uh, and, and I hear you, but I think Jurgen Klopp he understands this. If you look at how he plays players and rest players, he understands about the the rotation and and, and giving people minutes and and resting on minutes. I think the the win the Champions League win has fuelled more fire at Anfield to win this title. Just like you were saying Manchester City is about Champions League. This mm. is about titles for Liverpool. Yeah. And they know they lost one game last season and <laughs> didn't win the title. <laughs> they know you cannot start, you cannot go against a Pep Guardiola Manchester City right. team right. and start a little slowly and pick it up. Because if you start a little slowly, you'll never make that gap up. Mm. And so I just think they'll be ready, Rob. I think this team's set mm. up. I think we're trying to, we're all looking for reasons why they might not. Having gone so close last year and probably in other circumstances I should have won it last year, I think they're ready. I think they're up for the challenge. And, and, I, and I think the players will be driven by what happened last season. They'll be driven by Champions League success. And now they want the title.
1: Daniel Sturridge has moved on Alberto Moreno has moved on Camacho and a few others bogged down the goalkeepers Mm. out in just a couple of young players one of them though Fulham Winger left footed very silky player 16 year old Harvey Elliott Um, I know he's only 16 just Mm. the name out there Harvey Elliott that that might be involved Uh, let's talk about him going straight into the first team squad very very silky type of footballer should Liverpool fans be a little concerned, Rob, that there's not more experience or they haven't they haven't kind of, when the going's good, get a little bit stronger and go again and add, you know, a, a, a senior player. <laughs> I, I hear you, that. I, I mean, Jurgen Klopp talking
2: about the amount of money. There's still a, 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 a little week to go. I think it's about the right player, Rob. I think if you think of Oxlade-Chamberlain, you know, yeah, he didn't like a get new much signings, last yeah. year. Naby Keita, I know he's, he's had the, the hamstring in African nations, but. You know, will be so much better. Fabinho's better for 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 the season he had last year. Jordan Chakiri, Joe Gomez uh, being fit and, and being available mm. can play as a centre back in the football, The squad the squad looks looks pretty deep to me, Rob. The, the, I I'd agree with you. Maybe the, the front three, maybe an option of that front three. But they have got Rigi. We keep forgetting He's him. And he does come up with, with big yeah. big moments in big games, so we shouldn't yeah. uh, d- discard him in, in that way. This squad might just be settled, might just be that dressing room chemistry, might just be there. The right mm. addition, I think, yeah, I totally agree, just to just to bolster things and, and mm. give it chemistry. But there's so many players there who've still got, inverted
1: commas, things to prove in a Liverpool shirt. I, I still think they're in good shape. Young players, Rob, I think, you know, we, we kind of get our heads together a little bit at the start of yeah. the season. and Think about potential themes, whether it's like a lot of new strikers in the league or yeah. interesting big-time managers in the league. I think this season's theme for me, or something I'm going to really watch out for, is young players. There's a ton Mm. of talented young players, like really young, at a lot of the big clubs... Ryan we've all been around those England 17,
2: 18, 19, them. had a bit of success and have come up yeah. and bought up well. Y- and they've, they've, they've showed them. well. Yeah. They've showed yeah.
1: well in pre-season. Yeah. Ryan Brewster, Brewster had his injury yeah. issues. He's 19 years of age. Mm. Daniel Sturridge replacement. Sturridge has gone. You bring him into the fold along with yeah. uh, Divock Origi. Or there's others as we get through the other clubs. Yeah. I just think there's right. a lot. There's a ton of good young players that are coming through. So, yeah, I mean, he's part of it now. Um, it, I Midfield, creative midfield. There was a little talk of Coutinho maybe coming back. Yeah, Klopp has said that, mm. oh, hang on a minute, Th- those big signings are, are not for us this summer. Yeah. Is that an area? I know Oxlade can dribble. I know that Keita mm. can dribble. A little playmaker, a creative type who's there. I mean, it's hard to think about how you improve this team. Yeah. Is that something I mean, it
2: could I mean, have I mean, And does it change the balance of those three if you get one who's not quite as good as without the ball when yeah, they go pressing and hunting and yeah. work as hard? You know, is that Jordan Henderson? Has he become more a bit of that going box to box? Mm. not Maybe as Silky, but, you know, with his, his industry and, and his, his effort and maybe I to get closer to 10 goals a season for Binho sitting behind him. Then we've got either the Milner or the Oxley. Chamberlain or the cater, Wijnaldum balancing up the other side. I think that's the way Jurgen Klopp's going to go with it. I think he's going to, and, and I'd agree. I didn't think the Coutinho sort of return was was a good thing at all. I just think it might upset the balance of what they've got. Um, there's yeah. enough. I think there's enough variety in that midfield for, for Liverpool.
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be fascinating in terms of you know how they start. Uh, if they sign anybody else, if those front three can be as as great again. I can't see any reason why not. Mm. Um, It's going to be absolutely fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Just on a few tweets, Rob, for Liverpool fans. We've got tweets from from pretty much every club, really. But uh, Peter here, Peter Franks, uh, at Peter Franks 5 says, like most Liverpool fans... I would have liked to signing or two, mostly to keep the front three fresh and honest. However, Klopp and FSG have managed and invested so well in the past, they have in- earned my trust that we'll push on with our current squad. Keep an eye on the exciting young Brewster.
2: Yeah, and Chris Quintus said, Liverpool, nothing to love or hate. We're champions of Europe. Lost one league game last year and were a point away from the title. No one left. Ox is healthy, and we yet to see uh, Brewster. So that could be, as you talked about, uh, almost feels like a new signing. We mm. need depth, but they'd hate. Uh, but what's to hate about the European champions? So they are UMP champions. They have won some major silverware. Now is their big push, do you, do you I think, think towards do, winning the Premier do, League title.
1: Yeah, time. I mean, I, I'm not sure we should get into big-time predictions just yet it's no, probably no. too early for that yeah. yeah what's your gut is your gut kind of swaying I mean there's these two clubs we've talked yeah. about now yeah I, I gotta say I'm, I, I'm feeling more for Liverpool Rob it's like that they have improved every single season yeah. under Europe. yeah there's on the been clock. steady yeah. improvement mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. talk about a fire burning after the Champions League I'm kind of edging I'm edging towards Liverpool Ooh, as a ooh, as a as a type prediction, but again, there's a week left yet in the window. I, I I'm don't want to go out there I'm, not, I'm saving not edging. my edging. Give me some gut. Give me a little I'm bit
2: my edging. My gut still tells me oh, uh, that Manchester City. Yeah, to yeah. Be. My gut okay. still tells me yeah. That, okay. That that's still at the moment a uh, little bit ahead. So
1: Third, last mm. place with Chelsea. My goodness. Mm. I mean, there's so much. <laughs> changes, changes, changes. I
2: mean Chelsea,
1: let, let's oh, have crikey. a let's just have a what? podcast on Chelsea. Let, oh, let, I know. Let, I know. I, and we don't want this to be two mega long podcasts, but there's so much to talk about with all these clubs. Mm. Uh, we've got to start with our with a, a friend of ours, a little bit, Frank Lampard. Well well, let's start with it with <sighs> the guy who left
2: before Frank Lampard. When I uh. all season Robbie Mustard, I said to you, March sorry, is not the right fit for Chelsea and it was nothing to do with his personality, his, his, his press conferences, the way he looks, the way he dresses, the way that he, he smokes his cigarettes. It was nothing to do with any of that, and it was no personal thing. There was just not a natural fit between that
1: man, and well, I yeah, just but what, felt... What, why has why there got to be a natural uh, fit? Why has why he got... Why has I, mean, be, I don't want to go there too much. They finished third, Rob. They won the Europa Champions. And he, he left. Didn't, he did a bad job. I know. He <laughs> left.
2: He wanted, he, he wanted yeah, to leave, Rob. F- he was desperate to get out. That's why I'm telling you, the football club of Chelsea and the personality of Mauricio Sorry do not go together. That, that's what I'm saying is not the fit. Now, it's not, it's not necessarily criticism on either of them. And why does it have to be a good fit? Because um, Claude Puel gets, gets um, sacked at Southampton when they're seventh. Because that's not a good fit. And, and, and being a good fit is part of fans giving you time and, and, and managers understanding the, 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 the history of the club and what the club want and the way they're going to work. And you talk about Frank Lampard. he's a legend who, who, who is almost a perfect good fit. fit.
1: It sounds like a good fit, but they might finish mid-table. Who knows? Absolutely. And I'm not a, saying a, a, so being good a good fit, as fit
2: as or not is, is, is the reason is well you'll be successful. Absolutely. I'm just saying it didn't fit, seem to me like a good fit. And that's why I think yeah. he left the football club. Having finished yeah. third, having probably achieved what the uh, ultimate goal was to get Champions yeah. League football, he then yeah. left the
1: football club. Yeah. Listen, I, 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 you know, it's a it's a good point. It's a good point about that. It, it, I just think it's unfortunate. I, I think he was on to a good thing. Yeah, yeah mm. there was he wasn't perfect, of course. Mm. No manager's perfect. Um, but you, you're right. He's gone on. He's gone to Juventus. He thinks a step up. And yeah. the club have moved on. And appointed Frank Lampard. Now, first reaction when you heard that Frank got the job? Not surprised. I right. was slightly,
2: slightly... Would you have picked him? Disappointed for Frank. And that might sound strange. Why? Because I think it's a little bit early for him. And uh, and, and listen, it might be this cage like, this stage like David Moyes getting the Manchester United job. And I'm not saying that Frank's going to be the same kind of manager. He knows the football club. It's different, but I just thought he was doing a great job at Derby. He'd got them to the playoff finals. They didn't quite make it. A year or two more in the championship to understand being a manager, Rob. He's yeah. been a manager for yeah. less than 12 months. Just be a manager I know. for I know. three years. I know. I know. Understand players, fall out with some players, yeah. learn how to get them on side, do your chances, yeah. have make some correct subs. Lose four games and know what you've got to do, win four yeah. games and know what you've got. Just yeah. have some more scenarios that you've got in your back pocket that you go, oh, I've been there before and I know how players are going to react. I just hope that the lack of experience, and he's also got a very young uh, coaching staff. Um, and I know mm. Jody Moyes personally; he's a yeah. very, very good coach on, on the training ground, works really mm. hard, and is very diligent. But mm. there's the a lack of real, you know, Premier League experience in that in that dug-in, I just hope it doesn't work against Frank. We
1: have no idea how good Frank Lampard is or can be. And that's the same. As a Premier kind of League same man, point, well, we've seen, a, we've seen it. We've seen him in Derby,
2: and, but we, and, and we but he, don't he, know he, what
1: he's going to be, Rob. We don't know what we. If Chelsea have picked him and said, "You know what? Yeah, they, they they will be rewarded for their bravery of putting this guy in," when we have no idea. You're absolutely right. Mm. I mean he's it's not as though he's coached and young teams or he's picked he's he decided on tactics he's made correct substitutions he's he's 3-0 down what to do tactically how can I do this and there's so much that he that he doesn't we don't know about him yet and how yeah. good he can be and and that's why I'm absolutely with you it it's it's too early but going back to your point of a few minutes ago, it's kind of a good fit with the yeah. situation in the football club with a transfer mm. ban, with losing your best player f- for for many years in their Nazard, uh, the expectations because of those two things in particular will be lowered. He's an absolute legend of that club. So the patience... And the time that those very, very demanding supporters, unless um, so club, I guess now, but supporters will expect. Yeah. So he will get that patience. It looks like it's going to be some of those lone players that come back, some of the younger mm. players. We'll talk mm. in a minute about Christian Pulisic that will be involved in this team. It, it's, it's kind of a, of, a, of a good... If you're going to make this big call with an inexperienced manager... Maybe right now is not a bad time, Rob, when they're not expected to win the Premier League title or the Champions League. Does he have a chance to experience with youth? Does he have a chance to
2: take this down a slightly different road for the next 18 months? I think the fans wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah, yeah. And and that's where I think you get a bit of patience. I think he'll get the respect, certainly of players, young players, for what he's done at the football club. Um, I, I was looking at some of the loans and thinking about, you know, people saying that the loan players will be coming back. And I know like Batshuayi, we're talking about Bakioko, uh Tammy Abrams who scored goals for Villa. Yeah. Kurt Zuma, and, and in some respects, I was looking at Chelsea and thinking, when they buy players and, and stick them out on loan, almost either because they're not good enough for Chelsea now or to see how good they are in other people's teams... <laughs> Isn't that a little bit of an easy way out? Like, Shouldn't you be buying for, what, for your team, for, for what you want, for, for players you believe in? And I just wonder if Frank can install some of that in some it. Because I think when you go to Chelsea and you form straight out, I mean, like, why. I don't think he feels
1: a Chelsea player. That's his job, isn't it, now? To to, to try yeah, and kind of yeah. change that culture a little bit. If, if you're a younger player and you're not mm. a big star name and you've been out alone... They've the, the, still, no, still got right a big now, future here. You've got, you got a big future there, yeah, yeah, and that's, yeah. And that's his job. I just And again, young players' team's going to keep coming up, Rob. And we all love it. Yeah, my, yeah. my worry with Chelsea is that, yeah, it could be a a, a young team. But is it going to be good enough? Is it going to be good Mm. enough? Yeah. This this club for this season to finish where they want to finish for this year, which is the top four. Well, what
2: is expectation, Rob? Top four? Is
1: it really? Is it top six? I think if you're Chelsea Football Club, Rob, I I, I just think you've got to be be tied in the top four. You've lost your
2: best player. You've lost your best player to Real Madrid. Uh, Higuain, who came in, who, whether some liked it or not, was a centre forward of experience. You, you've got no transfer window coming in. As yes. Pulisic, we'll talk about, has, has, mm. has, has, has been bought in in the in the winter window, so so is an addition, but is new to the league. Loftus Cheek, we're not going to see till probably Christmas. Yeah, Hudson same. The we're not going to see till Christmas. Some of you exciting talents who was, were coming through. Um, Fourth is going to be a tough, tough ask for this group, I think, Rob. So many changes. If, if, if Chelsea the club sixth.
1: If, 15, if Chelsea yeah. finish sixth, uh, uh, the club I, think okay, this, I think that's yeah.
2: okay. I think. I think it's okay. I'm not sure. Listen, wow. the Chelsea ownership and the Chelsea mm. fans. I think Frank will get. I think sixth, sixth for Frank with this group of fans. And again, <laughs> I'll say because of the fit and because of the history. Wow,
1: you think that'll be okay? I
2: think. Mm. Might be okay, as long as there's development of, of young players and they can see you can see
1: what, what's coming. 20 years of age, US international, mm. Christian Pulisic um, yeah. is finally with the team. He's yeah. been involved in pre-season. He's looked scored. good in pre-season. Scored today.
2: I think he's he scored, scored two. Yeah, a couple of in, goals in, today, goal didn't penalty, he? Yeah. 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 yeah,
1: so he's settling in nicely. mm um, how do we think he's going to go? How do you think he's going to fare? Oh, you know, knowing him, knowing his style, knowing mm. this club, knowing this manager. The first thing I would say, with Sarri yeah, leaving and Frank <laughs> Lampard coming in yeah. is good. It's good. That's yeah, good, good for news for yeah. Christian Pulisic because yeah. there's an understanding with Frank Lampard. We know him. He's 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 mild mannered. Mm. He's such a, a you know, he'll understand the situation yeah. with Pulisic mm, yeah. very well. Mm. I think he'll I think he'll protect him in some ways. I think yeah. it's a it, that's a very big positive in my opinion Absolutely. for this kid trying mm. to go into a football club that's got a huge expectation and and as as being an expensive signing that's expected to produce output yeah. and assists and goals. I'm not sure, I don't think he's gonna be you know um, like the Azad replacement, are expected no. to do anywhere near his numbers, it won't. People are smart enough; they they won't expect that. But he, I think he needs a good start, Rob. I think mm. he needs a good start in the team, Positive start, a good yeah. first few performances to yeah. get those fans the on odd side, goal, buy the big credit, go yeah.
2: past a couple of people, let like people see that it. You know, I think there'll be some sceptics who will be saying. You know, is it a marketing ploy? Is it get an American kid in and then we'll t- you know, bring the quickly, nation with him? Is it quickly is he quickly gets enough? rid of that
1: if he starts well. Yeah, Rick, doesn't
2: absolutely. It? People will forget about it. People won't, don't care about your nationality if you're doing the business on, on the football pitch. That's one of the great things about the Premier League. Is he good enough? Um, I, g- I agree with you that it, Frank, I think, is a better position. he was mm. talking about it, didn't even know he was coming and hadn't even seen him and all that kind of stuff, which didn't go down doesn't go down well at all. Is he good enough um yeah he's good enough to play in the Premier League. Is this the right time? Is this the right club? I question that a little bit more it's going it might be at times difficult time at Chelsea mm. If confidence has a dip, young players always affect that more. New mm. young players who are coming from another country probably even get it even even mm. worse. So he's going to have to be—he's um, he's, going to have to be bold at times and, and have a bit of self-confidence and get on the ball. And if something goes wrong, get on the ball again and make it happen. But he's got enough ability. He's got yeah. pace. He's got yeah. a trick around him, and he can score a goal. He can almost, you know—those kind of players can be having a not great half and do two things and change people's perception of them. And he's it- got that ability.
1: Do you think it will be smart to to start him on the bench? You know he might yeah, Frank yeah. might play William absolutely. and Pedro as your wide players, yeah. and then you bring in Pulisic him, put a second certain times 20, let, cause, 25 cause minutes. Is, yeah. Absolutely, because yeah. you yeah. can tell that he is super excited about this opportunity. Mm. He's, he's he's looking lively in preseason. He's doing yeah. well in preseason. He's going to be chomping at the bit mm. to 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 prove himself and to to uh, and we've seen this a million times now. It's all about, again. It's about Frank Lampard's managing that. Yeah. Does he? And I think the the smart way is to introduce him for little cameos, little twenty five mm. minutes here and there, and then you know build up to to getting some starts and try and slowly integrate him. Jurgen Klopp's done it, Rob, with, with players yeah, he, before. Yeah, of course he has. Gone, just Fabinho
2: the, the, and catering people. He said sometimes all, all of training. Them. Training all was them. just the hard, hard enough for him for the first month. The intensity yeah. of training, and the, the physicality of training, getting used to it. Then mm. you get introduced, and, and sometimes it's clever, Rob. We've we pulled a sick, and I'm not particularly picking the, this team for any reason, but what, sometimes Norwich away isn't a bad place to go and start him. You know, like mm. away from your home fans, yep. a ground that's listen, it's it's never too bad it noise the, the, the lovely people down that part of the world. You get mm. him to play a bit of football. He might go and nick mm. himself a goal, then you get him at mm. home. I just think there's little details in, in the way that you introduce him into the, yep. to the team that could be so, so important.
1: Everybody says pretty much that comes to the Premier League that, that it's a little quicker. There's more intensity yeah. now. People yeah. can roll their eyes about that, and and we, t- mm. t- you know, it keeps the physicality of the Premier League keeps gets talking. It's a bit yeah. of a cliche, but there's so many players, particularly the, the kind of skillful, talented ones, that say that that you, yeah. the, the, there's yeah. something in it. The physicality that the pressing the. Yeah. The the work ethic of teams, whether it is Norwich away, wherever it is, it yeah. is really strong and intense in the Premier League. That's my only, that's my 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 I guess my greatest fear or doubt is that can he be successful and quick enough and sharp enough and strong enough and aggressive enough <laughs> mm. to play around that and to be able to handle that and to find ways to be effective and get away from some of that tight aggressive marking. It's a good question.
2: And what happens, Rob, is you don't know. Is is the honest answer. No, Some great right. players that's have come right. in the Premier League and not have. Yeah, but absolutely. the good players adapt. The good right. players get used to it. Right. The good the players work players. hard at it. The smart players play around it and, and find a way. And he, the one thing I, when I hear Christian Pulisic and watch him, he looks like an intelligent footballer. Yeah. And I think he'll get it. I think it might take mm-hmm. him six months, but I think yeah. he gets it because mm-hmm. he, he's a young kid. He's twenty years of age. He'll develop. Mm. Uh, we see we we go to training grounds and fortunately over the next week or so we we will go and watch a, a few training sessions uh, in, in in England and training is different the intensity is higher yeah. than we had and we used to think yes. and you know what you look mm. and you think Geez, I don't know wow. if I'd be able to cope with that mm. but but you yeah. would if you were there and you were, you were in the environment and I think getting him in that environment getting used to it with training and, and all the things that he's doing I don't think he'll have a, as big a problem with that as some may uh, think
1: and, it, and it, we understand he's been at Dortmund we understand yeah, that, that, yeah. That, that, that that's intense and uh, mm. you know they're, they're a g- really really good side it's just that little bit more that's all we're trying to say yeah, it's just that yeah. little bit more in England that he's going to have to get to get used to. Uh, and they and never say die attitude.
2: And, you know, if you, you've got yeah. a Cardiff cities of the world and you no are just going to keep going. You're yeah. going to go Watford. You're going to go those places away from home and it's, mm, it's going to be all on. And mm. he's he, he's a bit of a target, Rob. He's, he's, he's a star from America. He's a big sign-in. Yeah. Some people yeah. are going to want to, you know... Boardsley at Burnley is going to want to leave his mark on him if he gets a chance. <laughs> That's part of what the Premier League is well. You Tell him to have a look at Eddie Hazard's cars uh, <laughs> and he'll know exactly what he's putting himself in for come next season.
1: But, but what an opportunity for a young American oh, player, brilliant. Rob, and pioneer to, to go and be that. You're yeah. year, like 20 Absolutely. years of age to come and Absolutely. play a blooming top four champion of a football club in Chelsea and have an opportunity to light it up, to, to be a world, world star. Um, and we've had clubs. Dempsey's and we've had McBride yes. and we've
2: had Harkness and we've had Tim Howards and, yeah. and Brad, Brad Friedel, Friedel and, and the goalkeepers. This was, a, was a great player yeah great player this guy takes it to another level yep. yep. I've had yep. Stu Holden in there actually because the Stu will listen to this and call me up
1: <laughs> yeah well, so we will see we will yeah. absolutely and, and see and
2: should just, just, just some reaction on on Twitter when when we asked mm. about Chelsea fans what they liked and what and uh, Derek Blaine said some mixed emotions bringing back Frank Lampard so exciting and yet frightening I really think he could do a job and light a fire under the club but on the other hand the lack of experience gives me a bit of doubt and I'm afraid uh, bad managerial stink could tarnish his legacy. That's something that Frank's obviously going to be aware of and, and have to put up with.
1: Yeah, Joe Thomas Patrick here. Just a quick one here. Our American hero is here, <laughs> but I'm very worried Chelsea ruins him. So, oh dear, dear, no, no, nah, nah, I don't think no, so. Just the fine. last, the, the last thing on on Chelsea, Rob. Strikers. Yeah. We, yeah. we talked about it so much last year that, that the strike situation was a bit of a nightmare. Now. Mm. This year, they got Batshuayi, they've got yeah. Tammy Abraham that comes back from Aston Villa, who's only 21 mm. years of age. Olivier yeah. Giroud, who's, I think he's almost 33. Yeah. Is that, with Hazard leaving, it, where's, the, where's the goals coming from, it's, Robin? It's, it's not
2: top four striking no. when you look no. at what else is around the league, Rob. And that's where I think that there's an issue. There's not great numbers of goals from like that middle three that, 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 that play particularly. Um, so it is a bit of a worry, but why is going to have to show us—is he really Chelsea quality? Tammy Abrams is going to have to show us that he's is been he? out yeah. on mm. loan, goals at Villa, scored goals at Swansea. Can he come into the Premier League under pressure with it being the man and deliver goals on a regular basis? That's what mm. Chelsea will find out over the mm. course of this season.
1: Okay, let's move it on to another team mm. in London. Uh, mm. Fourth place last year in the Premier League was Spurs. Of course, they lost the Champions League final. Um, amazingly uh, to Liverpool of course now yeah. players in a record signing Robbie or finally yeah. Daniel Levy mm. you know getting some money out and bringing some new players in essential midfield players a young player uh, from Leon, 22 years of age Tangai on belly. we have Endombelli, to get used to all these new Endombelli, pronunciations yeah. and stuff. That's Endombelli, the big signing yeah. right now. Yeah. that What Play. I've seen of him is a pretty Play good player, yeah. player mate. Play yeah player. He's going to make a so of so co-
2: with skill. I've written down. <laughs> I saw some <laughs> clips. I watched a little bit, and wow, this 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 guy's yeah. an athlete, mate. Got box to box, powerful. Almost, I know the Spurs fans. Vieira, like in 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 that kind of can can do a bit of everything. He's got good feet, can see a pass, can can see a goal as well. Looks perfect, signing, yeah. and I think we'll. Grow and enjoy working under Pochettino and the, his training methods and the way he improves individuals. And we say players who play under Poch become mm. better. Mm. This guy becomes better. He could be a big, big star for for Spurs.
1: Kieran Trippier, Robbio left for Atletico yeah, Madrid at twenty that, million pounds. Now and there's talk of Danny Rose that that yeah is that he didn't go on uh, to he or didn't a few go on
2: and then yeah. they said he's back and they're not sure whether he's, he's what, part what's of the going on the squad. with the
1: fullbacks. What's going well? On with that? What's
2: going on with the football club, Rob? Because like, there's also a bigger story that's broke this. Week after one of the uh, friendly games, I think there's a 1 0 win against Real Madrid, and then mm. Poch has come out and basically said maybe they should cha- change my title back to head coach from uh, manager. He, he, he wanted to be known as the manager when he signed his contract, did he wanted obviously some control of, tra- mm. uh, of signings. Of that mm. he's put it out there again, and this is a bit Poch like that he, he, he's put it out publicly. Mm -hmm. that he's not in charge of things, that he's not running things, that basically he's told who to coach, when to coach him, and other people are making decisions. It doesn't sound like he's happy with things. I don't know if he's prodding Daniel Levy to give him another signing or two before the wind is done. Mm. It, just this happens with Poch every now and then, Robbie. He comes out a little um, bit publicly with stuff that I think should be kept a little bit in house.
1: I mean, the way the clubs operate now, this is not uncommon for for directors of football no. and clubs to kind of to kind of here's the team, you mm-hmm. know, here's the. I mean, of course, they, the players, they are, yeah. they are, they are in the conversation, but but it happens a lot. The mm. surprise is that this guy has done such a, a brilliant job over different yeah. clubs, and now at Spurs for many years. That that I, he must have earned the right, Rob, to to have a bigger say. You would feel in the so. that's what he's saying, anyway. He? And that's, that's what he's exactly saying. That's what he's
2: saying. And um, I get it. If
1: other managers don't get quite get the yeah. power. I get that. Yeah. You've got to protect your club, but mm. but for this guy, and, and this is it. This he wants more. He wants more of a manager. He, he, wants, he feels yeah. he deserves that. Like because this is now where they're looking for players. He wants to add his yeah. his opinion. But apparently, he's saying it himself is that you know it's not really up to me.
2: I think he's remembering, Rob, Knights and Ajax, for the semi-final, that those scenes uh, when they got to the final. I think he's remembering playing in a final, Champions League final, when probably nobody else thought they were going to get there. They got there, had a go, didn't quite, weren't quite good enough on the day, took to Liverpool. I think he's looking at other big clubs and saying at the start of the season, I want to get somewhere on a level playing field. I want to give myself a chance that my mm. ability, my coaching and my tactics will give us a chance... Closing the gap or getting close to winning some of that big silverware, I think that's what he's saying, and I think he's putting pressure on on Daniel Levy, and we'll have to see how this plays out over, over the course of the season. Because I just get the sense that he's now got so close, he wants it, Rob. He, wa- was he was wants. Was it? What's
1: he got to do this year, Rob? What what, what Spurs season got to look like for it to be a success? There's the, the, the silverware part. Third again. You've got to win third something. Again.
2: But third again is, is is their is their league position based on everything that that, that we know so far. I would say third again. is win a cup for, for, for league. Go, go for, and win for a for cup. Spurs. I, I mean, yeah, and, and win, an league, yeah. win an FA Cup or league. Win an FA Cup league cup because yeah. the two above them spend more, are better than them. These teams below them, bigger bigger wage bills, probably bigger transfer bills. Who they're, they're better coached and a better team man. And I'm talking United. I'm talking Chelsea. Talking Arsenal at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so third in the league and and, and and a domestic cup would be success. I just don't think that Pochettino's seen third in the league as uh, mm. having to. If his ambition is only third in the league, I think he feels he's a better coach
1: than that. Does it feel? And just, I want to get onto a few individuals afterwards. Mm. Does it feel, Rob, that this might be? Coming, coming to a conc- yeah. coming to a head with Pochettino coming to a head coming to here. Mm. coming to it. like through the season mm. is it getting yeah. to a point where mm. he's going to be saying you know what I've, I've taken this club as far as I can yeah. you know yeah. who knows what's going to happen to Man United Rob who knows mm. what's going to happen to Real Madrid or some of these I, I, I don't know I, just yeah. when you hear things yeah. like this it's like yeah, well, i know. He, he just I, starting I, to put some stuff out I thought out there the same that, thing I
2: heard his interview and he, he sounded a bit downtrodden sounded a bit like he you know, he didn't sound like start of the season he's ready to go it sounded like he's He's pushing for something. And and listen, I hope he doesn't because I think there's still a great group there. I think with a couple Mm. of the right additions, they can start to close that gap. They can win that silverware. And this club should be looking to to keep him and grow with him um, Mm. and give themselves a chance.
1: Right. Back to young players, Robbie Troy Parrott. Remember Mm -hmm. the name, everybody. He's 17 years of age. Again, one of these guys that's shown remarkably well. Remarkably well. He's played up yeah, front yeah. with Harry Kane in preseason games. He, he's he's brave on the board. He comes in to get academy, it. He's a real yeah. good link up player. Mm. He's skillful. He's got a little bit of vision. He makes good runs in behind. Again, he's only seventeen. His name but, came but up
2: last season, didn't he? Wasn't he on the bench for one of the games or something? We have to do a little bit of research on him. Right, yeah. Can, see, out the academy, yeah. He came out right. on the academy games and they, they brought him into the first. He, team. He's
1: had some minutes. Now Vincent Jensen, the striker they brought in hasn't worked, yeah. is gone. He's he's gonna be on the he's gonna be right off the bench if Keane if Harry Kane, Kane maybe plays yeah. with him or something I've just been really impressed with Troy Parrott mm. and the games I've watched in pre-season and, and that's just a name to watch out for and, out and I think River, one of the I've things you
2: know with, with Poch is he, if mm. it doesn't matter your age Rob if you if you're know. doing the business he'll play you he'll give you a chance He, um, Harry Winks uh, you know one Foyt Plays them mm. in big games, Rob.
1: Rob. Um, yeah, Thomas Sanchez, is a young player that they brought yeah. in. You know, they, they've got they've had some young players. I, I just, I, I, th- I just, there's been a lot of talk about other players coming in for Spurs as well, and mm. I, I think there will be. I think there'll be more players coming in, in the next week. You think you'll have some? Yeah, he's talking about other midfield yeah. players and, and yeah. stuff. But Sissoko cool. yeah. we'll
2: talked one there at one time. That seems to have gone a little bit quiet now. it
1: yeah, Ryan Sessegnon. S- for, sorry S- it, Sessegnon, Sessegnon, yeah, Sessegnon at full back, for, for with Danny Rose. Yeah. Um, Toby, you're going. Toby Alderweireld, Rob, were you surprised that nobody snapped their hands off for the was it thirty million dollars, thirty-five million dollars? Yeah, the buyout clause. Buyout clause for for
2: the kind of surprised, but I think I'm Spurs. I'm happy. I still think he's got three, three, three good years, three, four good years in him. Rob gives the time for the other for Sanchez and Foyt and that to develop, to push, Mm. to push even further. um, Mm. Solid dependable, mm. good pro, you know, all the things yeah. you'd want in a big center But I think, mm. it, listen, I, I'd be delighted that nobody's eating and I, I'm a little surprised when you're talking £80 million for for the likes so of Harry Maguire. Mm. Pff, I know which one I'd be painful.
1: A, c- a couple of midfield players, Rob, I want to just touch on before we move on from Spurs. Yeah. Christian Eriksen. Mm. Final year of his contract. He's looking yeah. to move on, I'm sure. It doesn't look very likely that he's going to no, move on no, no, no. will he sign a new contract I mean I think it's it, it's great news for Spurs if he yes. does stay and yeah. I hope he signs a new contract mm. as if like because this is the time to go so Spurs yeah. get a fee and it looks kind of quiet that, for Christian Eriksen. yeah
2: that would be like a new signing for, for Spurs if he decides to stay four year contract knows where he's going to be, beds mm. down then and gets his head on and says, right, I'm going to make Spurs a, you know, a, a be- bigger club a, a, as I can in that time. Because obviously he's looking at his age as this being the big move, but you know, because of the way things have fallen, because of the way uh, some of the big clubs are, have done their business already, it doesn't mm. necessarily seem like there's no, a place for him. Mm. Uh, the kind of clubs that he wants to go and earn the kind of money and have the chance of winning the kind of silverware. And listen, I don't think it, 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 it's anything to... Say Actually, I had to look around. We, had, we waited. Nothing better was there. I'm going to stay with Spurs and I'm going to do both. And I think that would be great for both parties. And um, Spurs could, could plan ahead with one of their best players who can be, he can be a match winner, Rob, on his day.
1: Another player that could be a match winner, delhi Ali. Now, we've talked mm. about him a lot, a lot. We've <laughs> talked about him a lot. We yeah. kind of disagreed at times about how he's doing and his development. Mm. Just give you some a little bit of data, in fact, this is 2015-16. Premier yeah. League uh, Korean numbers here. Ten goals and nine assists in that year. Following yeah. season, 18 goals and seven mm. assists, which is remarkable. 17-18, yeah. um, nine goals and ten assists. Last yeah, season, five cool. goals and three assists. Now, mm. what... Now, I, I saw some words from Dele Alli about a week ago saying last season was a nightmare for me. I had so yeah. many injuries. I never felt yeah. really great. Maybe mm. that's it, Rob. Maybe we were too yeah. harsh and maybe we didn't understand the severity of his injuries and the amount of them. Yeah. Is he ready to have a big season this year? He needs to. It's time, Rob.
2: Mm. He's shown us glimpses of, of his outstanding ability. Uh, we know he can play with a bit of an edge, but in a good way at times. He, he brings something different. His goal tally is still up there with with some of the best. His age is, what, 24, 25 now. So it starts coming to the time when you're saying development's starting to to get on now. He he should be starting to mature into the player that you're going to see with the consistency that you get every week. Mm. I still think he's a special player because he can reach. He can bring you, on a good day, goals that... Jordan Henderson can't. That that some of the other midfield top midfield players in the country can't. He can get into places. He reads situations. He, he's got almost the eye of a of a number ten who can who can pick a chance out. He's got to, he's got to be more involved in games. He's got to take more responsibility at times. Um, but but I, I I think I like him. I would keep persevering with him, and I think. Yeah. With the right focus, he can get. He he's
1: a twelve to fifteen goal man for midfield. Just summing up on Spurs, just with Emboundoli Deli, we have yeah. to. we've got practice on these these <laughs> pronunciations, mate. Are, are they? Can they threaten the top two more? Can, you know, or is this going to be another one of the um, last two or three years yes, where they, they can get threat, close yeah, but they can't absolutely. quite get there?
2: They can threaten the top two more because they had spells last season where they became a little bit inconsistent. They weren't as 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 sometimes their intensity they drop their intensity in games. They will they mm. were winning games in the first half and then second half didn't come out yeah. with the same focus and, and control. So yes, they can they can they can improve, they can close a mm. gap. I still don't think they can get between the top two, but I think they can they can make it more of a race and early on if they start well and as you've said, Liverpool mm. with all that that's gone on with the summer with their yeah, players if city don't mm. quite get off to a fast start. Listen, they could be in there.
1: Pitching between now and Christmas, and, and then who knows? Uh, uh, just a quick tweet, Rob. Um, yeah. Vinit d tweets us about Spurs. To say, As a Spurs mm-hmm. fan, I uh, obviously cannot be more thrilled on how the transfer window has played mm. out. We shored up our midfield, even, this is in brackets, if Ericsson ends up leaving. And outside of right back, we have solid depth all around the pitch. Can't wait to see Ndombele, uh, mm. th- where we'll fit in with everybody else on the team. So uh, Vinit is very encouraged. Yeah, I know. Uh,
2: listen, if, you, if they yeah. get a couple more in, as, as you say, I think he's going to be an XI. he he'd probably put money on him to win the league. But um, mm. now, listen, it's a decent squad. There's good young players to come in, and we know um, Poch will allow the space for players. He won't, he won't fill his team up. With old heads and not give themselves a chance. So, um, again, I still think lots to look forward to for Spurs. Um, again, challenging to, to, to break the, the, the dominance of the top two. And and a domestic trophy has still got to be the, the big thing that, that yeah. he says
1: he's won a piece of silverware. Okay, next team Arsenal. Mm. Fifth place last season. Yeah. Uh, they lost 10 games. They got 70 points, just 22 mm. plus on the goal difference. Um, I know we often disagree a little bit about Arsenal. Um, yeah. Wh- what are you thinking? What sort of summer have they had? Well, let me tell you what happened, Robbie. Mustard. So I got a phone
2: call from one of our bosses that uh, Arsenal were in Los Angeles in, in town, uh-huh. and I managed to go up and spend um, sort of half a day. They had an open training session, spoke to a couple of the uh, management teams, spoke to Edu, actually, um, who, who remembered oh, from playing judgeful. days. Right. So, yeah, it was, was, was very interesting. One thing that came out, and, 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 and there were everybody seemed was on the same line. How hard did this team have worked pre-season? In fact, saying it's the hardest pre-season that's been done at the football club that anyone can remember in terms of intensity, in terms of like miles on the legs, and that. that Unai Emery wants his team to be more intense during games, to go through transitions quicker than they were last season. And that's mm. the kind of work that he wasn't able to put in at the start of last year, obviously, by the time he'd taken over the football club and all the things that happened. It's done this year. Mm. Um, I watched Unai Emery coach, Rob, if, if you could win an award for coaching and enthusiasm and being part of the group, <laughs> he'd win the Premier League. Let yeah, me tell you, this lively. guy he's is lively, amongst he? it everywhere. He, he's closing players down. He's tackling Aubameyang. He's running after Lacazette, honestly. Mm. He, he was brilliant. Uh, the team worked hard, um, and, and there seems a sense that, that that's important. They said, one of the management teams said to me, we're close to two or three signings. This was about 10 days ago. Mm. We're close to two or three signings and obviously we're starting to see some of those come to fruition now. Um, Pepe, uh, Nicolas Pepe looks like the latest one that is very close or, or very hasn't close. Got, yeah. got, got, got over over the line. Um, and yes, I think they, they believe that with, with those, those players, they, they sort of said the feeling was that Arsenal are not now in a position to go for Category A, top-class players, because of, of, obviously, the position they're in as a football club and the salaries that people are demanding. So they've got to go for sort of maybe the level down who who can be developed. And the one thing they wanted to do was develop talent, but also give a chance, and it's interesting you mentioned thing. They're young players. They feel yes. they've got young players who are, who should be coming through. and I'm talking about uh, Maitland-Niles, like Reece Nelson, Eddie Nikita. They believe that Joe Willock Joe midf- is, is a yeah, yeah, midfield player. Some of those players should be coming through during the course of the season. They want to give the space to those players so that they, they get some uh, some playing time.
1: Yeah, uh, Freddie UMBERG, Rob, is he there? He's a the new assistant yeah, coach, Yeah, Freddie was isn't he? assistant, yeah. Yep. So that's, that's some staff changes mm. they've made. I think Edu is a… Edu is was a, excellent, let me tell you. Well, I
2: spoke with Edu for twenty minutes, Rob. Right. Oh, very, very really? impressive. Got a good eye, obviously, on the Brazilian market. We've seen a little yes. bit of that already. Yeah, Talked I'm about sure. some good young Brazilian market. players. Got a good eye on the European market. Was it? Valen- I think worked with worked with Emery somewhere in Spain. Either oh, Valencia or Sevilla. They worked together. He played right. for him, so there's a relationship there. They get on very well. He had a really good understanding of what they're trying to do, what he's looking for. His brief, very, very impressive. Okay. I have to say. Very yeah.
1: impressive, yeah. So, Nicolas Pepe, Rob. Mm. I mean, £72 million, by the way. That's nearly yeah. $90 million yeah. now. We talked that's, that's a lot. Big, isn't it? And well, there's been question marks about Stan Kroenke and his, yeah. his, his desire for Arsenal mm. to win. And there was laughable kind of talking about just yeah. a £40 million budget for the summer for them. Well, mm. this is on the brink of going through. This is, this is, this is exciting. Big, this big, player, yeah. by the way, I've looked at a lot of his stuff yeah, online and him, I've yeah. seen a little bit of him. He's a box of tricks, cool. and he's is lightning he quick. He's lightning quick, and I mean, I mean, there was big talk about Arsenal, of course, bidding for Wilf Zaha that That's, yeah, well, I guess, yeah. is dead now because yeah, of the yeah. signing. He's kind of like a Wilf mm. Zaha. So people out there, I mean, He's skillful. He's, he's he, I mean, he's unpredictable, mate. He can do. He can do a ton of stuff on the field.
2: We get some resources that we can able to to watch and have yeah. a look. I wrote down Mo Salah-esque from that left-hand take. You know that quick running with his feet, touching the ball, getting yeah. past people, dropping a his shoulder,
1: step, a step, yeah, overs step and over, drag step over, and all over. His, like, yeah, wow. boxer tricks. Yeah, Yeah, wow.
2: I mean. <laughs> Yeah, Lacazette, Aubameyang and him... Uh, yeah, there just, you go. Ju- just put me seven defenders in and let them three go and do well, it. Which was worries yeah. me a little bit about Mesut. Well, you got uh, Mesut, Ozil, with, you got with, the blonde, with your blonde locks.
1: Yeah, but the, those two players mm. with the creative players. And I, and I yeah. know you can't play all these guys, no. but with that front three and the, the possibility of finding a way with Ozil and or Mkhitaryan... Mkhitaryan, yeah. I, wow. It, it's just... I'm sure Arsenal fans are saying, this is great. This is this is really good news. Does to, it really to bring address that issue, Rob? But does, does it does address, address that issue? Well, well, it doesn't. Not, not not as much as it is it, is it should have done. Now, again, mm. a week left in the window. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Kosciani wants out of the football club. Mm. You yeah, know, yeah, we know that Scrooge and Mustafi yeah. is not mm. great. Uh, Rob Holding is recovering from injury. They yeah. need defenders. Now, mm. uh, it, you know... Um, the left back, Kieran Tierney, isn't it? from? Um, Tierney, from yeah. From, from Gra- Celtic. Yeah. I think that's t- that's close. That would be good. Mm. That would be a good left back. Hector Bellerin, again, I know he's re- returning from injury. injury. I'm not sure yeah. where uh, yeah. where is that right now. you have got Mate he's Niles who can play there. there. You've yeah. just got to try and picture what a back forward would look like. Yeah. And however you picture it, they need a centre-back. Still sure. They the need centre a centre-back. Yeah. Back. Yeah. 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 So, uh, uh, sure. you know, whether there's, you know, uh, again... Some the the midfield balance through. is
2: going to be so important as well, Rob. If you've got that attacking threat up there,
1: yeah. that, that you've got some kind Are you of happy with Ganduzi and, and Torreira and Granite Jacker, Rob? I'm happy with is Torreira and
2: Ganduzi. I don't think Granite Jacker, Rob, is the right personality type to be around. I think those two will grow and get better. I still think a, a, a deep line midfield player mm. with a little bit of steel and a little bit of physicality would make a huge difference to that team. And just. Sure, up in front of his two centre backs. If you haven't quite got what you want, mm.
1: yeah, uh, Caballos from Real Madrid mm, on Caballos, loan. Yeah, yeah. Um, now he's a number eight or a number ten. Could potentially yeah. play in in Mesut Ozil's position mm. again. Creative. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's an interesting signing. Um, it, it, there's there's lots to be excited about going forward for Arsenal. Yeah. They the just you can is. see
2: goals, can see good football. You can see that it's just but balance. again that that wasn't. I don't think lack of goals. It, it was it was a, is a big problem or was a, a, a huge problem for Arsenal. It, it's the other side when they haven't got the ball, when the ball turns over quickly, when they've got to mm. get bodies back and, and be mm. solid and, and and defend for periods of game. I think they've been doing well. I, get, I, I saw them doing lots of work on their defensive side and transitions, and I think they're going to be better coached and have a better understanding of what the manager wants. But sometimes you just have to have the right personnel as well for it to to come to fruition.
1: Bert Leno, is he is he mm. the right long term goalkeeper for Arsenal? You know, we know that Pedacek's retired. Give me twelve on. more months. Give me mm. twelve
2: more months. And I'll tell you. Mm. By the end of the season, we'll, we'll know do, if he's the guy or not.
1: Are you thinking Arsenal can come back, get back in the top four, Rob? Can, you know, I think there's that fourth spot's up for grabs. Yeah, I think they can challenge.
2: I do think they can challenge mm. if, if they can get the balance right. They look like there's going to be enough goals in the team and, and, and enough ability to to hurt people um, with pace and with with, with skill and and, mm. and you know the the Aubameyang and Lacazette. Together and they honestly they they're like they they're joined at the hip those two on and off the pitch they they're always together enjoying each other enjoying each other's company that's perfect for them and, and with with Pepe coming in. But it's the other side that they've got to get better at. And if they can, they have a chance. If they don't, they'll end up outside the top four.
1: Yeah, they've had a good preseason. season Rob. 4-2-3-1 yeah. is what they've been playing. Ozil's yeah. been playing. The two strikers that we talk about all the time have been playing. abamyang has yeah. been playing on the right-hand side of midfield for the most part. So I just wonder if if this summer, this preseason, season Unai Emery has thought, you know what, instead of all the chopping and changing, let, let's yeah. have a good look at 4-2-3-1. Mm. Because... Yeah you know, to get more of those attacking players involved. Players in yeah. It, yeah, yeah, and and you think, you know, from, from the left side could be the new signing, uh, Pepe there, yeah. banging on to the right, you've got Lacazette, you have Ozil, or, or you know, Nkhitaryan yeah. possibly, I, there's a few options there, I just, yeah. it's just the back four, I think it's pretty obvious mm. that that has to be the concern and Arsenal fans, I'm sure, are going to be desperate to see a centre-back come in before the, mm. uh, the window closes in a week's time.
2: Yeah, we've got some reaction as well yeah. uh, on Twitter, um, Varun McCool says, Without doubt, Arsenal have blown away the fans so far this winter. After a disappointing Europa League final, raising the club's spirits was inconceivable. Beating Spurs to two signings, convincing of the hottest game on the U- European prospects in Nicolas Pepe. In closing... In on Kieran Cheney, uh, perceived 45 million budget been blown apart. Not to forget Edo's edition, Edo's edition, mm. young players progress, fantastic kit launch. It's uh, boosted the
1: club. Exciting times ahead. Yeah, I- Ian Silverman tweets us in all capital letters. Mm-hmm. Why in the name of all that is ho- is holy are Arsenal looking at wingers and attackers and not fixing their obvious glaring weaknesses at the back l- on the back line? I can't be the only one who sees this and thinks it's crazy and makes no sense, right? So, Come on in, enjoy the attacking, enjoy, enjoy the, goals. the attacking <laughs> and not, you've got Obviously, you've got <laughs> a point there. We've talked about the defensive yeah, side of it. Absolutely. Um, but And that's what's great about a new Premier League season. It, 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 there's so much different, so much yeah. changes it, yeah. with new players and systems and managers mm. and new teams and everything else, you know, and, and we don't really know until we start seeing the teams play a little bit of how they're going to do. But Arsenal will be absolutely... Uh, going for top four and better. Uh, Let's see how they do. But, God, yeah, they've got to do something with that uh, back line before the season starts.
2: Okay, let's talk about a team who I think have been on everybody's conversation this summer, where the players are going, players are staying, what they're going to be like, can they get back to the top four. Manchester United, Robbie Musto. Mm, Crikey. What are Manchester United right now? Who are Manchester United right now?
1: What should we expect? (laughs) Well, well, so... (sighs) In some ways, I kind of like what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is trying to do. I, kind of, I, I like where it's coming from mm-hmm. in that he wants to go back to young, hungry yeah. players that work hard, that want to play for Manchester United, that are prepared to have a high press, to work hard yeah. to get the ball back. Um, the signings of megastars in the past have not... Well, it's it rarely worked. There's been so many big-name players that have gone in there and not done it. So there's a. I understand the sense of being really careful in the transfer market. Daniel James, it's just 15 mm-hmm. million pounds. A winger from Swansea, 21 years of age, yeah. will add pace to yeah. what could potentially be a pacey front line. Aaron Wampasaka, Crystal Palace, mm. big fee, 45 million yeah, pounds in pre-season has been on it. He has been. He's been tackling. He's been involved. He's been getting forward. I think it's a. I think it's a incredibly high fee for this player. Yeah. But sure. the right age, and he could be a, a really good fullback for this club for a long period of time. Again, a little raw, but with the right help and with the right coaching, etc., he could be a really good player for a long time. And I go back to, I go back to the young players, Rob, mm. Mason Greenwood. Yeah. A player that that scored some stunning goals in preseason, you know. When, when you think of that, Mason Greenwood and Daniel James, Pace and Martial yeah. and Rashford, we'll talk about Lukaku. Uh, you you start to get a sense of what he's trying to do now. Mm. A little bit like, I think it's Chelsea. Chelsea, I, yeah. I, I, I get the young player focus, and and I think I think the fans like that. I think I, I think that's the right way to go. But are these players, Robbie, all good enough? Are yeah, they good absolutely. enough well, to get United where they want to be? It depends what your ambition be. is.
2: It depends what your ambition well, is, Robbie. Well, what
1: is Man United's ambition? Is always big time, mate. They can have no other League. ambitions.
2: Yeah. Got to be Champions League.
1: Do you want to see bigger, bigger name? Do you, what do you think of the transfer? Like Herrera's gone, Antonio Valencia's well, Herrera's gone. gone yeah, second, two solid professionals who, who
2: did a good who, who did a good job for the football club, and, and and Antonio Valencia over the period that he was there was an excellent signing, really, and, and and had a great career. Herrera, always gave his all, whatever the circumstances for Manchester United. So they've lost got a couple of solid citizens there. The problem you've got, Rob, is is that. With the young players, yes, they're coming in. They'll bring the enthusiasm. They'll work hard. Yeah. There's opportunity. It's almost like a rebuild. But on the other side of the fence, you've got the big boys who are all sitting there with the big salaries. Are they as motivated? Are they going to run as hard? Are they as determined? That worries me a little. That worries me a little bit. So, at some point, you've got to make your call on the big boys—the ones that you want to stay and the ones that you want to get out—and—and. And We've got seven days left, and I sense there's quite a lot of ins and outs for Manchester United to do to get the balance right to give Oli a chance.
1: Inns. Harry Maguire. It's going to happen, isn't it?
2: Yeah, you just feel it, it's it, going to happen. It's taken so long, it's going to happen.
1: And they're desperate for him. Yeah. Again, what they're talking. Ninety million pounds, or what? Leicester City him want, and they, they won't budge. T. T.
2: Is it the other one they're talking
1: about? They yeah, might go in and go
2: back for him. Yeah, from, from Barcelona. Um, yeah, I mean, Leicester aren't going to budge, and they're holding their own. And Brendan Rodgers saying we're fine with things, and he's playing, and he's in good shape. And you know, if it doesn't happen, he'll play it for Leicester. But you just feel at this stage, it, it, it feels closer. Than, it, than it's ever been, and, and Baye's going to be out for two or three months, or say, now with the, he picked up an injury, so that even yeah, adds, adds more to yeah. it.
1: Pogba, Robbie Musto, the, the main guy. Mm, it's it's interesting, Robbie, because we differ on this. We differ mm. We differ at the end of last season. You yeah. said, if he looks at me in the eye, look, if you're the manager, in the eye, and he yeah, says, if yeah. he wants to leave a football club, then yeah. you should let him go. Yeah. I was more of, don't let him go. Get, yeah, you know, try your best to keep him. Try and persuade mm. him. Try and say, g- give us another year, Paul. We're trying to build something here. We're going to get yeah. young players. We're going to give us some plans. Trying to keep him. He's a he's a brilliant player that has not always when he, been when consistent. When he's playing, he's a brilliant player. But he's player. still when he's a focused. brilliant player. What he's 14, yeah, 16 he's goals a last player. season. Yeah, he's and, and, a, and a I player. I think he should. I am he's doing exactly what I what I hoped that I on social would do is to say, you know what, Paul, we want to build this team with you in it. With mm-hmm. you're massive part of our plans. Lukaku, by the way, maybe hasn't been, but he's shown that he wants poor Pogba, and I like it, Rob. Do you still think that this player should be allowed to leave the football club?
2: I, I still need to have the
1: look in the eyes, Rob. That's the only well, he's thing. Told he's told got to be he's with told me. He's said he wants to leave. He wants a new challenge.
2: Yeah, then, then I think you, you you have to let him go, Rob. I think that 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 attitude, that 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 thing, can go. You'll start the season. He might be in great form. You'll start the season, and then he, he dips off. Then his agent starts again. Then we're coming to the January window, and and all. Doesn't he just do, get on with it, 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 Rob?
1: Doesn't he just get on it, with <laughs> it, though?
2: It, do, does, history show he's ever got on with. Does history show his agent just lets his players get on with it? No. He, he he, he hasn't be, been that Says he, if he says he does No, I'm not saying he's been awful, but he's also not been as good as he can be, and that's what you want. You want Paul Pogba. He's we shouldn't be having to... Please, Paul, will you put in a good performance for us? Could we have the best Paul Pogba? He should be pulling on that shirt every every week and giving you his best and driving that team and being an example to those young players like some of those Manchester legends have. We're almost in a position where you're paying this guy an absolute fortune. You've paid an absolute fortune for him. He's got all kinds of image rights and all the, the sponsorship. Now get on the football pitch and do do what it you was, can
1: do. He wasn't the only
2: player, Robbie or not to play Absolutely. well. Absolutely. And was I, was one a good the team. First, I was one of the first I uh, to one Lots of players didn't play well. well. There was There was other players him. hiding behind him. But his ability, Rob, he's a game changer. He's a so match him. changer. So keep him then. Keep Co- him. Correct. If he's going to play. If he's going to play, if he's going to play up, Rob, he becomes an absolute nightmare. There's too much attention on him. There's too much negativity on him. The manager's got to put too much time on him, and he's got the young James, and and he's got Wamba Saka, and he's got one or two others who who if if, if they see, see that and, and, and they Is start he, getting
1: g- give me he hasn't played up. Give me examples of him playing up. He hasn't. He hasn't refused to train. He hasn't refused to travel. He hasn't refused to pose in United not, pictures. No, no, He's been playing in pre-season. I don't know whether... Not, I think I'm the not whole saying, I'm just thing. saying you
2: want. I'm not saying playing up. I'm saying play at your best. Give your best when you pull the shirt on. That's all I'm. I'm asking. Just give mm. your best. If you're doing that, I'm okay with it because I think Paul Pogba is a game changer. Mm. But if you if if if, if if I'm not getting the best Paul Pogba. Mm, I think there's too much There's too much negativity that goes around. There's too much attention. All the pundits start on him. All the media start on him. All the negativity comes back around him. The altercation with the fans as he's walking off the pitch and all that stuff goes on. I just don't think Ollie and Manchester United would need that. As great a player as he is, if he isn't going to play for you in that shirt, he doesn't look you in the eye in, in a way and says, I want to be here, Rob. He doesn't want to be at Manchester United. Do you know what? move him on and find somebody who does. Yeah.
1: I, I just yeah, I just would differ on that a little bit. I mm. I think that the whole I think it's a little overblown about how awful he is and how much of a bad egg he is and about all the social media that affects what he does. He had he had some good games last year. He had some bad games like, last year mm. like many other united players. It wasn't sure. a good team. He he yeah, he should have done more. He could have been more consistent. You know, he, he could have been more of a leader. You want players committed to your football club. It's not yeah. great when you hear yeah. your star player who's yeah. been there a couple of years say, I'm ready for a new challenge it's not good that's not great but the player power you know t- don't don't if you want him and you think he can be a good player for you for the next few years like oligon and Solskjaer obviously does then you try your best to sell him now there's seven days left Rob and all mm. this I'm trying to I'm trying to make a point argument that he should stay at the football club he still might go yeah he, he still might go him. I just I think it would benefit I I at The end of the day, Rob. If him being there or not there, this team is better with him at the football club, and you can't say, it is. It, it, "Of course, well, it that's is. it." Then, so, so keep him.
2: But, you, you, but it's only better if he wants to be there and he's going to play. It's not better if he if he's if, not going to refuse he, to play. No, not refuse to play. I'm saying play as in play at his top level. Play. Mm. Paul Pogba's got probably three levels, and we've seen all three in the in the red of Manchester United. We've seen all three. Sometimes in mm. in the same game, we've seen all three.
1: Mm. Yeah, and it's interesting. In preseason, he's, he's played him alongside McTominay yeah. in a holding two, which he, plays, he played in that role for France, of course, in the World Cup. We all like him getting forward. Yeah, I would still rather make a slot for him in the team where there's some more midfield protection, some insurance you behind him. So, bit, so yeah. it's, it's, when he struggles mm-hmm. to get back, which is his biggest weakness for me, it doesn't hurt the team too much. That's up to the manager to try and make something work. Now, whether you play Paul on on the left side of a of a four, maybe with a, with an incredibly Coming floating in. role mm-hmm. to come into the hole, and you've still got two general midfield players, you know, holders in there that can protect a little bit. I don't know. I, if if he if he is going to stay, solskjaer has got to find a way. To your point, Rob, to be more consistent, to get the best yeah. out of this guy most weeks, mm. and, yeah. and not let his his weaknesses affect his own performance and the mm. team's performance Affecting because him, yeah. of it. Yeah, it's yeah. but it's fascinating, you know. And, tough, and I, yeah, I, I like and
2: that's the role of management. That's what you know. has got to find out and figure out and watch and cajole and and put yeah. his arm around him and see if he can if he if he can get him on side and and, and say maybe. Let's give me a year with these young players. Let's see where wh- where we can go mm. for for twelve months.
1: There's, maybe there's, maybe that's the way forward. There, there, I'm, I'm, we're in danger of being the longest pod in the world, but there's, there's yeah. just so much to talk about. Just quickly on the strikers, Robin United. Mm. Now, Romelu Lukaku, are you surprised at how this has escalated quite quickly? Like that, it no. looks like he's leaving. And no, like I, I don't wow, think he was Oli
2: I got the sense Ollie was doing a great job, but saying he's not his 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 right. guy his type. I think he wants a different type of centre forward than mm. what Romelu Lukaku is.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I think it looks that way. Yeah. A- and are you okay with with no apparent replacement? Are you okay with Martial and Marcus Rashford that can be stunning? Well, great. About Dybala, they can be inconsistent. Try- Debarle is. Yep. To be fair, that is a that yeah. is a, a swap deal they're talking well, about with Juventus. Yeah. yeah. Would you like Which that? gives
2: him a bit of freedom. Well, he's more what Ollie wants. Somebody who can play sort of anywhere across that front three. can maybe come in off the right yeah, I think on it's his left player, foot the way. and I think do it's a, a little player. bit. Yeah, uh, Just different from the Lukaku who wants to get, you know, hold things in, have contact with defenders, roll them in, in a way where the game's probably played differently with most forwards now. want to play away from defenders. want to make runs in behind. Mm. Um, I'm not escalating because I think it's a case of, Manchester United don't maybe aren't spending the money maybe in the uh, in the way that they were, so they've got to use the assets that they've got to to to, to get what what they want. I think it'd be good business. Uh, Lukaku gets a lease of life, gets to play mm. in a team that, that 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 will play him and want him and maybe build around him. I think Manchester United get an exciting talent, a different talent Ooh, Yeah. Who can play in a, I think Old Trafford would like him. Yeah, would love, would love his, him, money. his abilities. Love him, yeah. yeah dribble past people and, and, and make things happen, give and goes, one-twos and all that, so mm. yeah I, 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 I think that would go, be good business I, I don't see Lukaku being there at, at kick-off, whether they get the ball or somebody else um, I think he he's the one who they're saying will we'll sacrifice him to, to raise some capital or to do a deal with somebody else
1: Martial, uh, Solskjaer's talked about Mm. almost like a new attitude. Yeah. And, he, and he's, he's really looked sharp in preseason. He's looked good in preseason. played up yeah. front for a lot of preseason. season Just find on these strikers, if Devala doesn't come in, because mm. swap deals are complicated, yeah. are you okay if you're, if you're a United fan that the, the sometimes inconsistent Martial and Rashford are going to be the guys, the younger yeah. players, to drive this front line and to be consistent and, and score those goals in a demanding environment week in, week out? Are they, are they going to be enough for you? I'm kind of okay with it because I kind of think that you can. You could, there's a chance to
2: build something here between two young players who could be Obama and uh, Obama and Lacazette. they could grow together to be not mm-hmm. quite at level, but they've, you know, Cole and York. They 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 enjoy each other's company. You can see they 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 off the pitch, on the pitch, they 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 can play together. One can one can drift wider. One can play central. They they can interchange positions. I I I like when sometimes you give young two or three young players responsibility where they can almost go, yeah. come on, this is ours, you know. This we, is ours, we can ours yeah. we, we have a chance here. I think it helps them. I think they they can work together. I think they can compete with each other. They can pull together when, when one's not doing so well, the other one can give them a bit of lift. I quite like it. You remember, there's the still Sanchez Rob around, you know. The, the, yeah, the, the,
1: there's, there's always a chance that he can find some form. He's yeah, 30 years of know, age now, you absolutely, know.
2: Absolutely, but, I mean, you just don't write yeah. off a talent no, like that. No, you he, don't. He's, he's still got ability. He can still come in and, and bring something to the game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, listen, of course they they want to get something, somebody in, but I wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me that, that much. I just don't That's think... Lukaku is not a right fit I don't think Romelu Lukaku and not, certainly nothing to do with his attitude because I think everybody tells you he's a good trainer works on the mm. training grounds diligent and that but I just mm. don't think it'd be good for him to, not, to know he's not going to be playing every week to be sitting around to be training every week and not having matches mm. at, uh, on a Saturday I think it, it, it's best for, all, for both parties that he leaves and if Marshall and Rashford are the two then, then let's see those two have a go I mean if that clicked, Rob. by the way if those two were playing at, the, at their top level There's not many defenders who'd fancy that... that. The pace and the ability and the skill I, I, that those two have. Thought. I don't
1: disagree, Rob. When they're when they're on form. Yeah, I totally agree. I just need to see it more. I, mm, I just not. Yeah. I'm not confident. We that don't now do we? that for 38 games. I know. We, mm. we, we will see. Mm. We will yeah. see. Just other news and notes on on United. De Gea signed a long time con- contract. Is great. Potential captain is fantastic. Bruno Fernandez, a midfield player, attacking midfield player, can play wide. Yeah. We saw him in pre-season. He looked super bright. A really good player. Bruno Fernandes will make this team better if they find a way is to it, get is him is that done that's it's not done, done yet. Yet, is I it yet I don't think it's done yeah. yet but yeah. again big yeah. money £70 million I think for Bruno Fernandes um, from Sporting so that's something yeah. that could happen there was a little talk about Gareth Bale Rob coming to United yeah, is there I any anything in you that thinks that that would have been a good idea
2: not when you're talking a little bit... I mean, again, I'm not saying Gareth Bale comes in and, and, and is anyway a bad egg, but I just think you're talking young players, new energy. Gareth Bale's at the stage where he, you know he, he's earned his money, he's, he's won his trophies at Real Madrid. I don't know if, if this next move's going to have the fire in his belly. He's going to be that hungry... Young player we saw at Spurs who moved on. I, I'm not sure it's the right move for for, for Manchester any, United. Any team
1: in the Premier League, Rob? Any team that that might be the right fit, as you like to say? I mean, he's he's, he's kind of he hasn't got anything to prove, if you like, but he no. kind of has because he's been, you know, he's been yeah. ostracised there and Zidane. You know, Different circumstances. On. Chelsea. I Wouldn't he be could fired up? Been. Yeah, could he be fired up and do something at a Premier League yeah. side? Given yeah. if somehow they can find a way to make it work financially. Mm. Yeah he he he's still got ability.
2: I mean we've seen we've seen the goals, we see the the yeah. pace still, the power in the left foot. He he's still an asset but the the wages are going to be big Rob. Um he's got to come in and you've got to know you're going to get a certain amount out of him a season. He, has, he does have injury problems na- nowadays. So I think mm. it's just got to be the right club. I'm not sure where the fit of the top 6 right now that that mm. you would fit him in really.
1: Yeah, and just finally for me I think on just on stuff United. Mason Greenwood has looked sharp. You know, he's had yeah. a really good preseason. 17 years of age. Again, he's, he's in this little stable of players that I want to take a good look at. I just mm-hmm. wonder, because he has looked really good, I just wonder yeah. if he is going to be close to the first team. Again, only 17. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if he's, if he's on the bench and he's one of the first off the bench if they need a little bit of firepower. I think he's been bright. Um, that has been a generally, you know, kind of encouraging just the, the, just United, they've they got to get these big deals over the line. Yeah. Harry Maguire, They've got to try and find a way and make that work. Bruno Fernandes would be really good as well. You know, you've got wan who solves a problem at right back. You yeah. know, if you've got Maguire, yeah. Rob, you've got De Gea behind. Maguire, Lindelof, you've got wan you've got um, Shaw on the left. Sure, yeah. You know, the, the midfield, hmm, you know, I guess Matic is fit again. You've got Pogba somewhere. Um, it, it, that's a bit more of a concern. You got And you've got plenty of pace up front with Greenwood maybe, Daniel James, Martial, Rashford. Debar yeah. if he comes in. I mean, it could be a really good summer, it, it, but it's a big week. It's a big yeah, week for United. Big, if we're only talking about Daniel Saturday. James and wan mm, coming Pisaka, in to yeah. Manchester United... That's not that's not enough. They got to be doing more in a really difficult period in, in their kind of transition, if you like. They got to be doing more to make that squad better for this for this season. In
2: recent history, Rob has, has shown us that they haven't been that great in the transfer market. Edward Ed would not particularly done that well in in, in these situations. So, mm. seven mm. big days for Manchester United, which will have a huge effect on this season and mm. what they can expect to uh, at Old Trafford. Really,
1: mm. let's move to just. Other clubs, Rob, just like yeah. who have made good moves that, mm. that might, you know, the kind of the best of the rest, if you like, of the clubs in the Premier League and who might push that top six. I'm talking about Wolves, Everton, yeah. Leicester City, I think mm. West Ham United have made some yeah. good moves. Yeah, yeah. What, any any kind of strong thoughts of, of who's at a good window, Rob? Again, we know there's plenty of days to go yet.
2: Yeah. Uh I like a little bit what Everton's doing and, and, and Moise Keane I think looks like that's done now as, as well um, Yeah, young striker from AC Milan Yeah, AC Milan Sorry, it was
1: Ju- Juventus That was a Juve, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, Young player Leicester City, if they keep of Maguire, I think with Brendan Rodgers might be an mm-hmm. interesting team this year. And then was big. Telemons, Telemons Rob, just on Leicester. Yeah. Yeah. is a is a
1: big big permanent get. signing. Uh, uh, Perez was good.
2: Perez was good yeah. business, Rob. Thirty million nicked him out of Newcastle. Yeah, good bus- good business. Um, Wolves I suppose uh, the Wolves challenge is also as well Europa League football which we saw with Burnley Um, will that affect them at all obviously they had a great formula against the big six last season well, more games, depth of squad, um, Jimenez and uh, Dendonka now, they're permanent signing, so, the, so that's a better position, but obviously not different numbers to the squad. So we'll see how, how, how that affects them. But, um, yeah, I think there's encouragement for, for some of the best of the rest. And, and teams like West Ham, you said, who've done decent I like, business. I, I
1: kind of like West Ham. I kind of like yeah. what they've done. Pablo yeah. Fornals from Villarreal, you know, Spanish yeah. player, 23 years of age. He's a talented midfield player, 24 million. Sebastian mm. Haller, 25 years old, uh, French striker from Frankfurt, 45 million. And only waved a goodbye. Only waved a goodbye. There's a, yeah, there's, there's Pedro Abriang left, Lucas Perez left, Analtovich left for China. Andy mm. Carroll is, is left for football club Nasri. A lot of sorting out at West Ham, yeah. and I get that. Big big squad. I just mm. think West Ham United. If there's one club. That I think might surprise a few this season. It's West Ham. West Ham. I think the manager's yeah. excellent in Pellegrini. Mm. I think he's got some really good, talented players there that had a lot of injuries last year. You know, you get rid of your Andy Carroll and some of these guys. You know, Sebastian Haller is going to be a lot on his shoulders and his yeah. success. If he can hit form, Rob, and get plenty mm. of goals, there's a lot yeah. of creativity in that team. We team, talked about yeah, Felipe Anderson and, and different yeah. players they've got there Lanzini and Lanzini and, and, and yeah. some others and now Fornells. It's. I think West Ham could be a little surprise package. Okay, well, we must have getting warm and fuzzy yeah, for, for, a for West Ham for United.
2: Um, let's, let's just turn your attention quickly to sort of bottom yeah, half kind bottom of half, teams of yeah. this sort of section. We've got the Palace We've got Newcastle United under Steve Bruce and and things, you know, uh, 45 points. Rafa Benitez doing a great job w- with them. Difficult um, to, just to have any positivity really about Newcastle United with the ownership and players leaving and manager leaving and mm. not quite sure what's going to happen there. Bournemouth, Burnley, who started the season poorly after the, their Europa. League campaign, but found a way to to pull things right. Uh, Southampton under Ralph Hasenhuttl will be really interesting to see him start with a clean slate. I mean, worked with the players, so I'm expecting a little bit more from them. And, and Brighton, yep. Graham Potter, obviously, has come coming for Chris Hughton. Mm. Uh, interesting uh, move by Brighton. We'll see if that one pays dividends because um, I think Chris Hughton, although people were a little bit critical of maybe some of the style, you felt they, that they were pretty solid in in, in the in the league. Brighton now under Graham Potter will be looking to kick on.
1: I don't think they will. Brighton I'm worried about. I yeah, think Brighton are getting too. relegated. Right now, I have oh, them in I've my bottom three. Go. Who I, else I just, is in your bottom three? Well, I think... So, I think Burnley are okay. Sadampton are going to be absolutely mm. fine. Ings, yeah. permanent now. Yeah, um, yeah. Che Adams from Birmingham, 15 million. Yeah. He's had a good pre-season. He's, he scored a lot of goals last year for yeah. Birmingham. Uh, I think they're going to be absolutely fine. Burnley, Jay Rodriguez, 10 million. I think he's 30 or just turning 30 mm. always liked him from West Brom always liked him I think yeah. that's a good signing for Burnley I think without the Europa League they're going to be absolutely fine Bournemouth Eddie Howe again Some he's gone to the Championship Rob for, for lesser-known players he's brought him yeah. from, from Luton Jake Stacey from Luton Philip Billings come in from Huddersfield which is interesting yeah, Billings is like a, a yeah. good midfield player Newcastle yeah. United are in my bottom three Robbie Earl oh. yeah I've got as well. over there. Uh, Brighton, Brighton. <laughs> um, and then you know And then you start looking at the teams that got promoted, Promoted, of course. And another theme, Robbie, English managers Mm. that are fans of their clubs. Dean Smith. I played with them at Sheffield Wednesday. Through the season, we'll talk about him. Lovely, lovely guy. Done a great job at Aston Villa. A Villa fan. Chris mm. Wilder, Sheffield, Sheffield United. Yeah. Done a brilliant job. Very bright manager. Yeah. Interesting way, really of, playing. Yeah, interesting way of playing. Very interesting way of playing. We'll, yeah. we'll break down. We said a little bit of mm. that. Sheffield United fan. Steve Bruce, a Newcastle United. A Geordie, a Newcastle yeah. fan. So another little theme to watch mm. of English managers coming back into the league, managing teams that they used to support. Um... Aston Villa, Rob, is the interesting one, okay? Because yeah. they've spent over £100 million. Pounds. business, yeah. They had a lot of loan players last year that did mm-hmm. really well. Al has made has made it permanent. Uh, Mings has made it permanent as well. Others haven't. Twanzebi hasn't. Tommy Abram, of course, has gone back to yeah, Chelsea. Back. Yeah. I worry about Villa. And my third pick... Again, I'm decided yet. There's 7 days yeah. left and I know there's some good players there. We all know what happened to to um Fulham last year. Fulham with the players. And we know how hard mm. it is to integrate so many new players walking through that training room door that are like looking around like, "Wow, yeah. this is di- you know, mm. this is the this is a big difficult league." And I think that's a difficult job. I don't care how many players or how much money spent, that's hard making a new team. It's going to be a yeah. new team. The midfield is really good from last year. Those those players are going to still be there. Jack Grealish, of course, McGinn, good McGinn, players yeah, in there. Good. But but everything else, Rob, a lot of it's going to be new. Elgarzi from the left-hand side, good player, important player to sign. I worry about Villa and their ability to make a new team and stay in the Premier League.
2: Yeah, and you just look at the three promoted teams and, and you think, well... It's likely that one of them is is, is going to be involved yeah. in, in in the relegation. And you what, do you, what,
1: do you, what do you? I mean, no, Sheffield United and Norwich haven't done much. They haven't, they no, haven't spent no. much. Are Everybody tells okay? me that
2: Norwich plays such great football that they they may be okay and 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 that they they'll surprise one or two. Maybe in in mm. in the way that Wolves surprised one or two. They'll be bold in possession. They'll get on the ball. They they, they, they want they want control the game and, and they won't sort of change the way they play against, against the bigger teams. Sheffield United, and, and you say Chris Wilder, just I just think that they might get something going uh, yeah. at Bramall Lane. You, you know what it's like yeah. there, Rob, and, yeah. and, and they've missed being in the Premier League for yeah. such a long time. I just think that they might get a little bit of something, a bit like maybe Cardiff did and one or two teams, you know, their home form... Every every game is going to be a huge game at home at, at Bramall Lane. It'll sell out, and, and the atmosphere will be there, and the players might just get a lift from it. Um, so are, little, are they they're like, good enough,
1: Rob? Billy, Billy Sharp was the goal scorer, 20-odd yeah, goals last year in the Championship. Yeah. He's 33 years of age. I just signed Lisa Musette from Bournemouth, who who's done nothing at Bournemouth. Yeah, Have they got good yeah, enough forwards? Luke Freeman, I just you don't, don't Jag
2: know. what got didn't he? Got, I know. Yeah, I mean, listen, you never know, Robby. It, it's one of those situations, you know, I know. Was it Vardy came up from Leicester? We didn't know what the, the play he was. I know he's got a little bit more pace than, than, mm. than Billy Sharp, but Billy Sharp's a finisher. You put Billy Sharp in the box with the ball, he's a finisher. He, he he's a he's a Charlie Austin, he's he he, he yeah. he's he's one of those guys yeah. who, who knows how and to find a back yeah, in the net. Some of the, and sometimes so, they come to Premier League and they still yeah, score, you know. They still can find their way, you know. Glenn Murray, you look at Glenn Murray and you think, how does he get the amount of goals Man. he
1: gets? So <laughs> <laughs> There's another interesting one at Sheffield United before mm. we move on to him, Rob and a really interesting freeze transfer, Ravel Morrison. Oh, Morrison, yeah. Ravel Morrison yeah. from nowhere, from Oof. 10 clubs. He's, had, yeah. he's he's like, what is he, 26?
2: He was the kid. At, he's
1: yeah. had 10 clubs. He, he's
2: been the kid who everybody said was going to be the... Amazing talent. Amazing, so,
0: yeah.
1: Fergie. So Alex Ferguson said that mm. he's one of the most talented kids he's yeah, ever seen. He's ever, yeah. Off the field troubles has mm. meant that his career hasn't gone the way that it has. But he, he turned up at preseason. Yeah, he, he's he's he's, in, he's played really well. His talent, of course, has been there. He's 26, mm-hmm. Rob. This is his last yeah. shot at the big Absolutely. time. Absolutely, and last that's shot. a player that we we actually we we studied him before, didn't we? Yeah, the first he did season, a little bit of work. first yeah. couple of seasons at West Ham. West Ham, we did United, a little bit of yeah. analysis on the way he played. He was big, big Sam, yeah. Yeah, I, I I just think he's interesting. He it's interesting. It's an interesting play, player yeah. It, a it's a little
2: wild card, it. isn't it? It's the one it's a you little throw wild in card. that you never know how it might work and if he gets onto it and if he realizes and maybe things have, have not gone so well in the past he might he might just realise mm. this is his last time and um yeah, you know, fair play to Chris Wilder. It, it it's one of those that I think it's always worth a gamble. Mm. Um for the for, for the wages and what he's paying
1: him and so just on knowledge yes, be just before just mm. quickly on knowledge, I I think it's interesting. I think his name's Daniel Weber. I looked at this. the sporting director at Norwich City, was the sporting director at Huddersfield. Oh, got yeah, that's Amazing right. yeah. links mm. uh, in German mm. football, brought in yeah. David Wagner to Huddersfield, brought in some German players. They got promoted. They stayed in the Premier League. He left Huddersfield and moved to Norwich City. Mm-hmm. He's done exactly the same thing, Rob. Yeah. He's got Daniel Farker, another guy from the Dortmund, Dortmund. under-23 yes. team, brought him across... Some clever signings, promoted youth within the football club. They got promoted. I think Norwich City, as you saying about Sheffield United, can maybe get it going. Norwich had a brilliant season last year. Yeah, they had ninety odd points. I haven't got it right here. They had ninety odd points. They scored a ton of goals. Again, on a very low budget. I think smart people involved in football clubs, directors of footballs and managers, can can make make special things happen. I got a feeling that Norwich City, without spending a ton of money, hardly anything really, might find a way to might stay. Okay. It's going to be interesting to, yeah, really interesting to watch the promoted teams yeah. this season. I think
2: absolutely, and, and Norwich will maybe feel that their football and, and the way they play is maybe suited to, to the Premier League. Aston Villa said did, did it pretty much on loans last year, and so they mm. they very different model in it. it, it mm. It's bringing in some the next level of players and, and probably you know try and do it, do it bit by bit, but. Um, Different way of doing it, different challenges for all three. Uh, it'd be f- great and fascinating if all three managed to survive, but I just mm-hmm. get the sense there'll be one of them at least who will be um, fighting that relegation
1: come the end of the In, in of some season. ways, Robbio, we've saved the best till last. <laughs> <laughs> Premier League, get ready for VAR. Mm-hmm. Oh, VAR. Get ready for VAR. Wh- <sighs> Based on what you saw in the summer yeah, and of course the World Cup, Last summer, yeah, I'd say there's there's been mixed, mixed reviews on it. Yeah, we we've we've got a meeting with the, um, we, the referees. Yeah, we go with
2: the referees on Tuesday next on week. On Tuesday, don't we? yeah. So I'm really find, looking forward to because yeah. I'm 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 ready to kind of get stuck into it and and, yeah. and really get get you know to the bottom of, of what it is, how they'll do it, and how it's going to affect the games.
1: I, I think I think it's going to be good. Yeah, they've already stressed that that each federation or whatever can they can do their own type of var they can use it how they want to use it and just a few a few whispers we're getting from from the, the premier referees it is going to be different they are going to yeah. do things a little differently less mm-hmm. use of this the uh the little screen for the reviews on the sideline more yeah. trust in, yeah. the, in the var in the guy upstairs wherever yeah. he is yeah i I'm, I'm sensing we'll get we'll get confirmation when we meet them that the offside, where of course, where it's a tight offside, what we've seen so far is that the assistant, the linesman, keeps the flag down, knowing that there potentially was an offside. They can go by, the goal yeah. goes in, yeah, and then of course we see the scenes at it. the yeah. pep in the in the semi-final of the the Champions League, wasn't it, against Spurs yeah. when uh, it was it scored. Scored right the Raheem there. Stealing. Raheem Sterling. Raheem Sterling right And then yeah. all that, that euphoric moment yeah. of celebration and Pep jumping and diving. The flag was deaf down. The Premier League, my understanding is that the, the assistants are going to be told if you think it's offside, stick your flag up. But keep running. Stick your flag up. Keep running. Oh, okay. And everybody, the players... I've got to learn very quickly. They've got to learn very quickly. Forget about that. You play to the whistle. You keep playing. And then everybody in the stadium, well, most in the stadium, will see the flag go up and think, oh, this is probably offside. But let's keep going. The goal goes in. And it's like, wow, was it offside? or not? And then if it's not, it's not such an awful moment for everybody. If if they say, you know what? He, He was onside. And then you get this huge celebration. I think that's a better way of doing it, of indicating that I think he's off. The flag goes up instead of keeping it down, where everybody yeah, just goes sure mental. what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's going to be better. They've already said that handball is not going to be um, interpreted so tightly. With this I mean, have seen in Europe. You've seen yeah, in Europe any, and yeah, different competitions where any, it seems so hand, harsh yeah. So, so I, 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 I'm feeling... I mean, saying it, saying
2: it is one thing, doing it is another, as we've yeah, seen of often with, with referee yeah, of directives. So we, we'll, of we'll have to see how it, how it plays out, especially in the early part of, of this season. Um, But again, yeah, I I, I think the majority of people, the majority of people I I speak to about football and our situation, are are welcoming it to to Premier League, want it it to come in and and kind of want it to succeed as well. I think
1: that's important.
2: Let's want it to help the game and
1: improve. I think think you're going to see a lot of games this year where it does not get involved. There's a very um, strong line as well on clear and obvious errors it's yeah. got to be a clear yeah. and obvious error or or, or vr's not going to get involved and i love that i love yeah. it i don't want to see him i don't i, I don't want to sit in only for, for for crazy mistakes Mistaken identities, missed, referee doesn't get a Mm. view of something, then that's what it's for. Not for re-refereeing moments where you've got to look 50 times to see whether it's a handball or whether you tripped them or whatever. Just clear and obvious errors is is our understanding of how it's going to be used. Let's, fingers crossed, hope that, that most games you won't even know it's there. Absolutely. So I'm sure we'll be talking for
2: eight or well oh, after the first
1: cu- couple of weeks,
2: but uh, as, as well as many other things. But still a few more days left in the transfer window, so I'm sure there's going to be plenty more activity on there. But for Musty and I, we're going to wrap it up for our very early season preview as we head towards the big kick-off in 10 days' time. And we'll have some exciting news in the format and maybe the number of podcasts we're looking to do this season, so keep checking in on us for the big start on August the 9th. When the Premier League title will be up for grabs. Can City three Pete? Will Spurs or Liverpool? They'd love to one Pete. Former winners at Arsenal, Chelsea and Manchester United. Well, they've got plenty of work to do if they're going to finish top of the pile. But for now, I'm Earl. He's Musto together with his two Robbies. Thanks for listening. It's good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good night. Good night.